grass and I'm the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing because it's the greatest insult ever. <laughs> Boy, I'm going to use that probably in the daily <laughs> for me. So I'm a house hunting, treasure finding, beg leg pirate. Yeah, you found the treasure. And I found the treasure. But we had to leave treasure nondescript. If it ever comes back, the treasure was a septic tank that needs to be hooked up to a sewer. <laughs> I had basically taped myself into the breezeway, so I couldn't leave. So of the four doors, none of you them. had left zero exit points. <laughs> yeah. Was there any ventilation? No, that wasn't an issue, though. Why would it? Paint fumes are known to be acceptable. <laughs> I have one question for you. How did we get from talking about our new social media to extreme home? No media? idea. I have absolutely no idea. Any inquiries yet for Pete, Pete the Pirate? Pete the Pirate Real Estate? Uh, I saw there was one solicitation on Twitter uh, for, I believe it was labeled for later this year. And there oh, was yeah, some, I did there see was that, some yeah. room numbers given, and that was the extent yeah, of it. Yeah, like a four bed, two yeah. bath. For all of your real estate needs, call Pete the Pirate Yar. at Pete the Pirate Real Estate. We will sell your home for you. And give all of your prospective home buyers a treasure hunt to boot. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah that was surprised we haven't gotten more interest in that. Well, first of all, it's not every day you get to listen in or be a part of, in this case, a once-in-a-lifetime gimmick, Steve. <laughs> so when we come up with a... Ner- like, this is like the day you were to find an earth-shattering uh, like app idea. That that you're like, well, this this is your million yeah. dollar idea. This is the million dollar real estate idea that we verbal trademarked last week on the podcast. Verbal trademark. We're just waiting. The, the first one's the hardest, isn't that what they yeah. say? Something yeah, like definitely, that. Definitely. So we're Pete the Pirate. All of your real estate inquiries, mm-hmm. please send to us at Stephen Kyle on Twitter, Stephen Facebook dot com slash Stephen Kyle. We will sell your home for you. Yar. It's the <laughs> Stephen Kyle podcast. It is Monday, September 11th, 2017, the year of our Lord. Um, I don't think uh, I've been as mad recently. Like, yeah. the, the fire that is burning in my belly right now, I have not felt such intense anger in quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was pretty fired up when you got here. We're going to cut right here. So there's an issue that I'm having. I know. I know. You're giving me a look, and I know I know what you mean, but uh there's there's a little on the line. I don't wanna I don't wanna step on any toes. You just this, let me know this when gonna, it's okay for me to chime in. This is gonna sound so disjointed when people are listening to it. Okay, right now if you're really confused, it's because there was uh some audio that I had to remove. Based on uh, some context, so but yeah, just I'm just having some issues. Uh, we're, we're in the process of moving, so we got all kinds of people coming out to the house to to do this and to set this up and turn this service on. And uh, uh, we had to get an estimate, like for for Lola to run in the backyard. We need a fence, so there's been a bunch of people there, and um, 
one company in particular didn't do too well uh, doing the showing up at the house part, meaning that I sat there for two hours. And um, basically, there's nothing in the house. We have, um, I have, let's see, a couple of screwdrivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my Nest thermostat that I'd like to install. Uh, a couple of doorknobs. So there's nothing to do over there. It's not right. like not like I'm going over there and turning on the TV. Yeah, you're not loaded up. No, no, no. We have we're yet to move anything of any significance to the house. Yeah. So being over there, while I enjoy being there because uh, it's, it's the house, it's the new house. Yeah. I just sit there. I just well, yeah. There's nothing nothing for you to do to kill time or yeah. anything. I laid on the floor mm-hmm. and uh, I was able to pick up uh, a Wi-Fi network and connect to it with just one bar. And boy, did I just watch pages try to load and never actually load. But right. I was I was really I was confident that they eventually would. Yeah. So yeah, I sat there and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And I finally called to see when this person was going to be there. They're not. They didn't. And then I got stuck in that that customer service wormhole that everybody dreads. When you call and they say, oh, no problem. Let me look up your account. What's your account number? So I said, well, I don't have an account number yet because the, we're just getting the service turned on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't I can't give you the number. No problem, sir. What's your phone number? Give them my phone number. They look it up. Ah, boy, it's not showing up there either. Because what had happened last week, I went online to order everything. To, to get the... I, I signed up for service... They let you pick a date that you uh, that you have um, them do the uh, the where they come out to the house. So I did all that. Today was the day. So again, they're not there. It's after the time that they're supposed to be there. Call them up. Go through this whole thing. Okay, sir. Well, no problem. No problem at all. Just give me the address. We'll look you up by the address. Mm-hmm. So I gave them the address, and they said, "Well, you know, we got the address on file, but it's not your name." Is there? A, did you by any chance sign up under a different name? Boy, I feel like I need to stop you. <laughs> oh, there yeah. is no chance you have given away less <laughs> than what I even remotely implied. No, than what you've said so far. Yeah, no, definitely have. There's no way. So, I mean, how many times? Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay, Kyle, what is your name? Kyle. What is your name? Hey, Kyle. It's Kyle. What is your name? It's Kyle. Okay. You've probably like you've probably never gotten that question wrong in your life, right? No, right. Like you've always given you've never accidentally said like Doug. Oh no. Oh shucks. I did it again. <laughs> I signed my check wrong. I better go to the bank and beg for forgiveness. So I said to the man, Now you know I'm pretty confident that uh that I didn't use an alter ego to sign up. Didn't didn't use one of the many aliases. Ali aliasi? Ali? Ali? Ali. Yeah. There's no way that's right. That's also the plural of aliens. <laughs> you just said the plural of aliens. You put mm-hmm. an S on it. Yeah. <laughs> so the plural of the plural aliens yeah. is Ali. Well, if you really need to pluralize it. Right. Like if just just one plural is not enough. Well, what if there's plurals of the plural aliens? Then obviously you're problem yeah, solved with exactly. alien. No, yeah, I get, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, alien is the plural of a group of aliens. So if they were to do a sequel to the TV show Alias, 
Alii. It would be Alii. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if it was about aliens, too. Oh, boy. Alii? Alii? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Alii. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that being a commercial success. Yeah. So, after, so, you, so after, after being on hold for, at this point, it was probably 35 to 40 minutes, they came back. Mm-hmm. Sir, we're tracking it down. Don't you worry. We're gonna, we're gonna uh, figure this out. They got their best people in the case. Exactly. So I'm you're, not, you're at this point, you're smooth sailing, right? I am not worried at yeah, all. Yeah, because why would you be? It's uh, everything's on the way to being fixed. Sir, I just need another one to two minutes. I'm gonna put you back on hold. No problem, sir. No problem. Uh, Tom Cruise or whatever the American name is. Yeah, whatever the. <laughs> It's like when you go, are there still restaurants that do that? I know there was a local chain that did that where you'd go in and normally you'd say, hey, you know, can I get a table for four? Yep. Name's Kyle. And then they'd put your name on the list. But there used to be a restaurant that would then give you a hilarious uh, celebrity card. So it'd oh, be like, I don't, I don't know. It would be restaurant. Tom Cruise or whatever, you know, outdated cards. So it's Tom Arnold, <laughs> Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> and so when they'd call you table for four for Nick Nolte or table for four for Dick Van Dyke. Was that it? Like that, that was it. That was the whole gimmick. That's as far as Instead the- of just taking your regular name. So now these poor hostesses are tasked with not just writing down four and then Kyle next to it. Yeah. They're tasked with writing four. <sighs> Brad Pitt. And then, but then you've got a, you know, what you've got this 80 year old woman who's used to the old time diner style where that doesn't. So they're calling out this. Who's that? Who's Brad? I'm not Brad. I'm not Brad. No, I'm, I'm Gert. I'm Mabel. (laughs) That just made me No, there was a national chain that's in town that used to do it. They stopped Mm. doing it and a local chain that did it. Boy, I don't know. You've been to both of them too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just never... I'll tell you. I'll tell you after we're done. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to alienate everybody today. No, God. We we can't lose any more sponsors. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm back on hold again. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. It's Start just on one, the case. It's just one to two minutes the, this so time. So, in your mind, there's probably anywhere between one to three people digging through filing cabinets, mm-hmm. probably, right? I'm assuming that's what they're using for their record yeah, keeping. Yeah, definitely. So I'm expecting them to come back and say, sir, we found it, mm-hmm. found what happened. Uh, you misspelled your email address or something. Because at this point, I'm still thinking there's a good chance it's on me. Yeah. This is, I mean, I am. Can't believe I did that. I am. I've made many a mistake. Yeah. I'll make many more. So they come back. Well, sir, um, well, we found uh, your username. So I said, okay, what is it? And he gave it to me. And I said, I never set that username up. The mm-hmm. username I set up was my email address. And this was my email address minus the at whatever.com. Well, yeah, it's your, it's your personal email address. Yeah. So I thought that was weird. And he said, but don't worry. I'm going to put in a ticket and someone is going to get back to you. And it was at that moment that I lost it. I yelled. I yelled at this man. And I felt bad, but I you, also... So you, you do have remorse about this. I do. I don't think you should. But... Barely. Because because I understand somebody's going to say, well, that guy's not... It's not right. his fault. Well, unfortunately, he's the one that I'm talking to. He yeah. represents that company. It's his job to fix things when they're not working right. He's failing at that. And I think being mad is one thing, but it's not like you went on some insane 
tangent where you insulted family yeah, like, or I'm heritage or your, your name or, or yeah. whatever. No, it was all above I, board. I kept it business when I was when I was yelling at him. Yeah. Um and I said, "You know something? Why don't you just cancel it?" And he said, "The ticket?" I said, "Yeah, and while you're at it, cancel the entire account." And then I said, "Well, wait a minute. Never mind. You don't need to cancel the account." Because apparently I don't even have an account. Yeah. Even though you guys have sent me my account information and I've tried to log in and it just keeps logging me back out and sending me to another screen where it has a different username autofilled. I apparently don't have an account. I yelled at him and then I gave him about one second to talk and he said, okay. And I said, all right. <laughs> and then I ended with a big F you and I hung up. I'm sure every company, big, small, whatever, that has to deal with whatever type of service that has to take calls or whatever, mm-hmm. has that every single day. I would bet you weren't the first person who yelled at Tom Cruise that day. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. Can you Because think you know of- how when you, when you move, there are certain things you need. You need your gas, electric, water. Sewer, mail, mail, uh, uh, garbage collection, uh, your cable, your internet. Everything worked flawlessly. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Everything's in our name except for the one. Yeah. So, and every other one I did in the span of, let's see, I had to make five phone calls last week. I did them all within 25 minutes. Okay. And everything. That was all the, 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 the big ones you're talking about. That's right? everything. Yeah. Everything is on working. I can log into accounts. I can look at balances. Because as those companies obviously deal with moving nonstop, mm-hmm. you know, accounts have to be moved, adjusted, whatever. So it should not be like a surprise and, or difficult, right? And the thing with this one is, it wasn't even a difficult... I was a new customer. Oh, right. I was signing up for a, a service that we hadn't had before, mm-hmm. that uh, that we were brand new customers. You'd think that Should that's like... Should have gotten like, the old red carpet then. Yeah, you'd think that that's like, oh, hey, we hooked one. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We got we got this guy. He's coming in. He's going to spend his hard-earned money with us. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't go that way. So now I'm left, uh, left with nothing because I... <laughs> Told a nice man overseas to go F himself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're judging that he was overseas. That is unproven. Mm-hmm. You said his name was Tom Cruise. <laughs> that sounds awfully American to me. I mean, it does. I think he said his middle name was Baseball Apple Pie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Tom Baseball Apple Pie USA Freedom Cruise. Yeah. Okay. So you spoke with an American gentleman mm-hmm. and just so happened to be caught in the line. Mm-hmm. Of Hot Gun Steve on a on, a, on a rough afternoon. Yeah. But the problem was this happened, oh, I don't know, 90 minutes ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> happened about, let's see, you got here right at 4 o'clock. This happened probably at about 3.50. Okay. All right. So you're coming off that high, coming off yeah. that. Adrenaline's still pumping. Yeah. And when I, when I get really worked up like that, uh, I eat garbage. Oh, why don't you? Yeah, I would too. So. I I was because I had seen your text in the middle of this whole thing mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, you want to record at four? So it's like three forty. I'm still uh, I'm still down the street at the house because we're we're in the process of moving. We're not out of this house yet. Yeah. So I'm driving back. I didn't even eat yet. 
swerve into a into a fast food place. I yep. sit in line, and I had I actually had to stop like before I got up to the little squawk box to order. I had to stop, and I say say to myself. These people didn't do anything mean to you. No. Just be nice. These people <laughs> want to deli- deliver you delicious food in a timely fashion. I couldn't. I was easily the nicest customer they've had today. Oh, you think so? I pulled up and I'm like, hello. Because in my <laughs> mind, you're, you're still coming. To, so you're like through clinching. You, you think you're for the food. You grab it out of their hand. These French fries look fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, extra salt. Thanks. <laughs> you bail out of there. Uh, yeah, because you mentioned, Steve, it uh, was about four o'clock. So. Mm-hmm. It's safe to say the Sunday morning record <laughs> is not off to no. a great start. No, not at all. And uh, and the outlook, <laughs> the outlook is bleak. So, yeah, uh, remember the old Magic Eight Balls? Outlook not so good. Yeah, not for next too, week. Not too great. It was uh, yeah, it was on Saturday. We were uh, a couple hours north of here for a wedding, and I thought to myself, huh? Because I'm looking at my phone. Just I was. <gasps> I was like, on my game too. Over, over the weekend, I was I was flipped through my phone just to kind of look at the week ahead to see. Okay, what do I? I got to do this. I got to do that. This week is like pure hell mm-hmm. from start to finish. And uh, I, I'm like Sunday. Why is there a little dot on Sunday? What do I have on Sunday? Podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. I got the. Oh wait a minute, I got the podcast. <laughs> so we. I'm like, okay, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to convince Annette to get up um, at six thirty. After being at a wedding to drive two and a half hours home yeah. just so uh just so I can record a dumb podcast. Maybe that uh maybe that kind of drives why this house isn't sold. <laughs> that that man, you that's another sore subject. <laughs> Should you want me to just take a walk for a few minutes? <laughs> and another and I'll just I'll come back in every few minutes, go, uh-huh. No way. And then yeah, yeah, things have not been looking no. uh, uh, that great. Well, it, so I, I sent you a text on Saturday, and I said, yeah, I might have to push the record time back a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, either to Sunday afternoon, because I knew that your beloved Lions played at 1 o'clock. Yeah, that's that. that we we did, we agreed that Sunday mornings would be totally exactly. fine, yeah. and you prefer them, so I'm totally okay with mm-hmm. that. So I, I looked at the looked at the Lions schedule. I said, okay, will mm-hmm. they play it? Because I was hoping for a 4 o'clock game, right, like so a 4 o'clock or, right or a night game. Yeah. Because I'm... We were home by noon. We would have had plenty of time. Could have yeah. recorded it. Could have knocked it out. And uh, then I saw it was at one o'clock. I'm like, all right, well, I can do. I can do Sunday night. I could do Monday. Uh, it's all you. Oh, by the way, next week's not looking so good either for Sunday. Yeah, and now we're staring down the barrel. So this is. Uh, it's the. It's so that was the tenth. So you can't. The the seventeenth isn't going to work. I could do Saturday morning next week. Maybe. Has to be before college football, of course. Um, of course. And then, uh, so I think we can record the twenty fourth, which will be a regular Sunday. But then October first is not going to work. Hold on, let's uh, let me pull my schedule. You know, there's brief talks about doing a fifth episode this month, <laughs> to which I, I did not commit to. No, 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 uh, no. We weren't committed yeah. to it. But oh, a few months back, you and I decided, hey, we mm-hmm. should do five a month, no matter if there's five weeks or not. And, it's going uh, great. Going great, going real smooth. Wait, so uh, so what are you thinking? Maybe um, I mean it's, it's we, either we could do next Saturday uh, or Saturday the sixteenth. Uh, I just got to be done. I got a demolition derby in the afternoon that I got. Oh, be that's at. right, that's the big derby. Okay, I mean um, I could do the seventeenth. It'd have to be uh, actually the Lions don't play Sunday, so oh, perfect. they do play Monday. So I really that's can't because I Monday. think that's when we're moving. 
Well, I'm not saying I don't have anything to do. <laughs> well, I mean that. Don't you? Don't you volunteer me? The bed's not going to move itself. Well, all I know is, if you want to get into real sore subjects, let's talk fantasy football for a while. <laughs> oh, hold on, we're not done. I'm not done. Oh, okay, bitching, good. Bitching about how <sighs> awful everything is for me. Really. Okay, good. <laughs> so you graciously uh, offered. Uh, Monday afternoon today, which is an ideal for for you. You don't like well, it. It's not. It's look. I mean, it, it's not all about me. It's about you too. I mean, granted, I did cancel on you yesterday. It's. I, I don't mind Mondays. Um, obviously, I, I do agree with you a little bit. It's kind of you, you. You're back to work for the week. Makes for a long day. You work your shift, whatever you do. You you know, for you, you do some work at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, I literally, I worked. I ran home. I think I waved to my wife and. Uh, changed and bailed. Hmm. Like, all right, I uh, gotta go. So sorry, Katie. It is hectic, but uh, yeah, I don't mind the money. But Sundays would be nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's apparently a growing Sunday, pain. Sunday. Okay, so uh, you remember when we used to do it Tuesday see. afternoons? Yeah, and just release it whenever we yeah. felt like it. Yeah. How dumb were we then? <laughs> so uh, Sunday the seventeenth, not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's wrong with the twenty fourth? Twenty fourth is good. The okay, first 20, is 21st. no good. What's wrong with the first? First, I'm in Florida. Oh, look who's scheduled! Yeah. Just... <laughs> I uh, I don't get back. I get back Sunday, uh, just in time for NFL football. May not be a coincidence that happened that way. We have the world's earliest flight out of Orlando, Florida, <laughs> at like six oh five. I've been on that flight direct. Yeah, no, I wish. Oh. Uh, I forget where we even stop over, but yeah, we get back into town here in the eleven a.m. hour, nice. and uh, so I can get home. Set my fantasy football roster finally, of course, just the priorities, and uh, and sit down and enjoy the games. All right, then uh, let's see. And uh, yeah, my October's looking pretty clear, pretty clear. Should be no issue. So maybe the Sunday record comes to fruition finally, starting October eight. <laughs> we did it just in time for for fall. Yeah, and again, this matters to nobody because. Episodes have been released every Tuesday without yeah. fail. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter why. Why are we? Why are we talking about all? No this? idea. No idea. But <sighs> uh, I be I would be remiss to mention Steve. Uh, obviously, you mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, it is September 11th today, mm-hmm. which uh, well, obviously not planned that we were recording, but uh, yeah, 16 years. Could not believe that. Yet last year at 15 really shocked me. Yeah. When I realized it had been 15 years since, yeah. uh, since 9-11-2001. So six, man, it's just, what the, the craziest thing to me is that I'm, I work with a kid who we play softball with Joe, mm-hmm. who just, it, it, he has no idea about it. He's 22 or 23. So when that all happened, he was a child, right? He barely has any memories of it. Mm-hmm. I can't wrap my brain around well, it. I mean, that's, that's how... You know that that's how an older generation would would feel about like JFK or right. or D Day or I know Man on the Moon. That that is the hardest thing for me to wrap my brain around. Mm-hmm. And because you you want to say like, well, no, but this one's different. You should know, but like you can say that with everything exactly. Yeah, um, but it is. I can tell it's getting further away because we've talked about it on the podcast before, where I. And I think you said you dabble in it as well. I set the DVR for about eight to ten hours worth of documentaries at least every year. Yeah. Last year was one about uh, the nine eleven surfer who, when they came, when the tower came down, he was on like the twenty second floor and he survived mm-hmm. and was ground level when they collapsed. Um, there's one about the uh, fire la- ladder, so you call yeah. it a ladder 
that was the one next to the World Trade Center and about how, you know, they obviously the first one's there. So I went, uh, it must have been Friday, I went and looked and thought, all right, time to take a look at what we got this year. Yeah. Like what, you know, anything? And there is hardly anything is really? today. Like I look wow. at, so Discovery, they'll usually do something on their main network and their side networks and then History. And there's a few things going on, but there was, uh, Discovery did almost everything yesterday. It's like, oh my gosh, it's literally it's, it's passing happening. us yeah, by. It's happening. That's insane. That's so hard for me to it's, fathom because I still remember the small details about that day, where I was, mm-hmm. what I was wearing, what my teachers told me when I was in school. Like, yeah. remember where you were, remember what you're wearing because this day, well, you'll never forget it type right. of thing. And man, here we are, I, 16 years and it's starting to, if it hadn't already, but this is like my first realization that it's starting to fade a little bit yeah and boy that is crazy it's and i'm at the point now where like just a couple more years and you'll be further away from 9 11 will be like literally half my lifetime ago and that is insane yeah that's insane yeah i mean it it was it it's weird how we how, how we like you know, you said you sit there and watch 10 hours of TV about it, even though you've seen all these specials before. Yeah. Like I could watch the one. There's one guy that they interview for every one of them. His name's Stanley. And he was a he was the one that like him and another guy like they pounded through a wall to get into a stairwell that was closed. And they ran all the way down the steps where there was no one there because the 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 for some reason that stairwell had been cut off or mm-hmm. I guess like it just was damaged so nobody could get into it. So they just ran to the bottom and got out. And like, as soon as they got out, that's when the towers collapsed. And it's like, I picture these people in my head and I'm like, if I pass them on the street, I know like, Hey, that's the guy you're yeah. on, uh, you know, floor 48 or whatever. Yeah. It's insane. It's just, I, for as much as I've seen and, and watched and read about it in all of the stories, I feel like there's so many more stories I don't know about that. I'm yeah. just hoping that, Oh, maybe they'll, maybe there'll be a new one this year, but there's one that, I think it's history that shows every year. It's called 102 Minutes That Changed America. If you have a chance, yeah, uh, seek it out. It's fantastic. And it is the entire story is told through first person recordings. So it's, uh, you know, people from across the bridge who were videotaping after the first one, after the first tower was on fire. And, st- and then it goes from there. And so you see this whole disaster unfold from a first person point of view of people who were there and on uh, at ground level. So, mm. uh, as I do every year, and I, I mentioned it on Twitter today as well, uh, Ari Fleischer, who was the former white house press secretary for president George W. Bush every year. And I follow it tweets out as the day goes along his rememberings of what happened minute by minute, you know, when Bush found out when he was in the, in the, inside the elementary school and when they were on air force one and everything, Always a tremendous insight. If you're interested in that, uh, just search for Ari Fleischer on Twitter. And he has photographs that nobody has. It's yeah. just, well, I, I don't know. I'm so enamored with it, though. And I don't know. I don't want to call it morbid curiosity because that makes it feel gross. But part of me is afraid. I don't want it to become this, oh, yeah, I kind of remember yeah. that way no, back I, when. I, man, I can't imagine that would ever be the case. No, I don't and not so. for me, at least. I mean, because my my memory of it is a little bit different than a lot of people. Cause I was in England when it happened. Mm-hmm. So, cause I, we had just gotten to, uh, to London like oh, a week yeah. and a half earlier. I was there for a semester abroad 
And um, so for us, it was like the middle of the afternoon and uh, we're sitting there and we're trying to book a trip to, we were going to go somewhere for the weekend, like Ireland, I think. Yeah. And uh, so we're sitting there in the travel agent's office, like in the, within the school, like they had a travel agent in the school because they, they wanted you to travel. Like they encouraged you travel every weekend, do as much as you visit can as much here. as you can while you're here. Cause yeah. you know, you don't know when, when or if yeah. you'll be back. And I just remember a guy running by saying like, what are you guys doing? Like, what do you mean? We're booking a flight. Like, and I remember as clear as day him, I remember the look on his face and he's like, they're bombing the U S and everybody's running down the hallway. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So, and then it was the next, two weeks straight just staring at a tv i bet yeah it's it's just insane yeah every... yeah the weird the weirdest thing for me was we left on i think we left august either august 30th i think it was august 29th or august 30th flew out of newark in new jersey and i distinctly remember i was on the side of the plane when we took off and i looked over see the twin towers i mean that was like driving up the jersey turnpike you saw the twin towers every time yeah. you're up there so i remember looking over and be like oh that's cool and then we were there until a couple days before Christmas. We flew back, and I remember landing and looking over and seeing that they weren't there. And at that point, it was still just a pit. I mean, it oh, was yeah. A, it was a pit. For, for years. Yeah, for years. But, I mean, there was still, like, not search and rescue, but search and recover going on at that point. Yeah, boy, it was. Yeah, so obviously you were much closer than I was. I, I traveled to New York December of 2005 or four. And it was still mm-hmm. a pit. And that was after three years. Yeah. But that was, I mean, they had that huge haggling deal where they couldn't decide on a design for what they wanted to build sure, there. It took 10 years. And that, yeah, that took way too long, mm-hmm. way too long. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's always weird to me, though. Now, did they, did they, um, did they light the lights? The, I don't know uh, if they do the lights anymore because yeah. there isn't, is the Freedom Tower directly over the site of no. one of the towers is it in the middle no because the i believe that the, the memorial the memorial That's is the, right the footprint i thought it was the footprint of yeah, the two might. buildings and i know in the uh in the museum part or when you walk when you do the walkthrough you still see one of the original uh beams yeah so i think yeah i think it's all i wonder if they still do that hmm. i don't know because that's one of the coolest images ever well i used to be able to see them from not from the house that i was living in but because I was living in Brick, New Jersey, which was roughly 40, 40 miles south, mm-hmm. um, right along the the Jersey Shore. And uh, if I left my apartment, made a couple turns, and got onto the, the Garden State Parkway going north, you could see the blue lights. You could see two beams of oh, light. Oh, okay. And that was from 40-some miles away. Yeah. It's um, it's weird because like, I... I've been watching The Sopranos over the last few months, and The Sopranos opening sequence has, you know, first-person point of view of driving a car into New Jersey, right? You're, you go in the, I think they go through the tunnel, yeah. and but there's a shot of the of the World Trade Center in the in the first few seasons, and they took a break in between seasons. It was a long break, and then 9/11 happened, and the show was like almost not entirely different, but the tone was darker and yeah. more serious. And they had to change the intro for it where they had to take that shot out because it was, they did the same thing with, uh, I have a Spider-Man poster that was like uh, recalled and it came out in Oh, that's right. That August. came out like right. And yeah. so it was of Spider-Man on the wall, on a wall of a building, but in one of his lenses, you could see the reflection of the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. And I think they released that in like 
late August of 2001. Yeah. And they it was on the street for maybe 10 days or whatever. And they said, oh, boy, well, we better yank that back. So yeah. it but it's weird to see everything had to change there. I mean, TV yeah. shows, but TV shows do that so much nowadays, too. If there's a mass shooting, you read a story every other week. Well, the law and order had to scrap their episode this yep, week because, because too many similarities. Because had, yeah. That's so weird, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Uh, I mean, so much of that day, so much of that whole time is weird to look back on now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Not not weird in the, you know, like a a negative sense. It's just, it's, it was such a different time. Such a a weird time. Yeah, it looks like the, the light tribute was, uh, tribute in light is what it was called. Mm -hmm. Uh, 88 searchlights placed next to the site of the World Trade Center to create two vertical columns produced annually. Um, that was supposed to end in 2008. It actually ended in 2009. But then it continued through to the attacks, the uh, anniversary in 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, but it does seem like it is done. Okay. But yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been a very unique image to be able to yeah. see. That's a it's a striking image to see those blue lights mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Whew. Sixteen years. Sixteen years, and here we are recording a podcast. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Paying tribute in the best way we know possible. Yeah, right. It's because, like I said, you know, people, especially now, I feel like it is not to minimize it, but it's an afterthought, especially right now, based on, the, you know, the, the disasters in Texas and Florida and everything, yeah. and then the uh, the Caribbean islands. So I feel like it not glossed over, but it's it was 16 years ago, and there's these huge disasters that are incredibly pertinent this mm-hmm. in this instant that it was... It, you know, kind of all right, pushed by the wayside type of yeah, thing. Yeah, and as weird as it sounds, it's not a, it's not a big number anniversary. No, you know, it's last not. year was fifteen. I think. Yeah. You know, it's like if it ends in five or zero, that's a big that's anniversary. The big ones, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I I think I didn't even see. I'm assuming Trump laid a wreath today. I would assume so. Yeah. I I did read a couple of tweets that he uh ended up speaking through two scheduled moments of silence. In the least surprising update ever. Okay. That was from a Bloomberg reporter. I mean, you can't be surprised by that, right? No. But how out of place must that be? You know, I don't know where he is, but think of if you're at a sporting venue, right? Mm-hmm. And they announce, we're now going to have a moment of silence for whatever. And it's this silence. You, you might hear a, a, a infant crying or whatever. Yeah. But can you imagine just from the background? I had the best silence my silence. Huge, huge silence. Great turnout. Great silence turnout. Silence for me. Great, <laughs> great turnout here. Can you imagine? Just so funny. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he does. No. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of the stuff is nitpicky. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is just, there's yeah. no. Yeah, a lot of uh, the the last, uh, the, the previous eight years, uh, there was a lot of nitpicking too. So. Yeah, good point. Deal yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've, uh, you've earned it. Well, I sent this to you a couple weeks ago, Steve. A um, and it was the the title of is just I found a new Twitter account that I'm obsessed with. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to ask you. about And this I for don't a know weeks. how I stumbled upon this, but it is titled "Real Time World War II. So it is a six year long Twitter account hmm. where they this uh, person uh, L L Alwyn Collinson Alwyn Collinson gives everyday updates, multiple updates every day about the happenings of World War II, 
right now from, from that, 1939. From that day in, okay. So if you wanted to get on board with this, now is the time because we're right at the beginning. September 1st, 1939 is when the invasion in Poland began from uh, from German forces. So it, this is his second full go around of live tweeting World War II. So I find myself every day reading because so he'll have, uh, I can't find, the, oh yeah, as the Germans encircle Warsaw, uh, Goebbels has released a first propaganda newsreel of the war. And then he has a link to it on YouTube. Hmm. Oh, it's I so feel- fascinating to be able to see. So it's like... World War II Cliff's Notes. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously because, you can't, and I'm sure it gets much more muddled later because you're talking multiple theaters later in the yeah. war. You have the Americans so who how enter. Many, how many tweets a day is it? Uh, like, Let's see today. Um, Ten hours ago. Five hours ago. But usually it is more than that. So yesterday had one, two, three, four, five, six, about six yesterday. I think he's just pulling them from Wikipedia. I don't know. Because some nobody of the had, facts are has that that knowledge, like you can't you can't have you can't remember dates like that. Well, I mean, when maybe this guy's an expert. Well, I doubt it. I can't imagine he knows everything. <laughs> I guess I should look up who this person is. Yeah, but yeah, like yesterday, he's at a Wi- fraud at Wisnow Village. Seven hundred twenty Polish soldiers and small forts have held back forty-two thousand Germans and three hundred tanks for three days, stopping the Panzer Corps. Dude, I could find all of that. I wonder. So if I if I hang on. Now, if I copy and paste this... <laughs> oh, yeah, get him for plagiarism. Oh, you can't. Mm. World War II, day by day. Yeah, so it's titled Real Time WWII on Twitter. Got some news for you. Oh, no. What do you got? Looks like he's stealing it from history.com. Oh, no kidding. <sighs> they do have a D... Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. No, I haven't found him yet. Okay, because the way the entire thing before is, you know you need, oh, want, or desire. Oh, his go. whole profile is: I live tweet the Second World War as it happened on this day in 1939, and for six years to come, second time around. Created by Alwyn Collinson. So basically, he's just going back six years, finding the tweet. So the first time, well, the first time, yeah, first I, time, kind of impressive. Yep, yeah, it's a twenty. Oh wow, in 2011. So there's an article in uh, the tele in Telegraph. The Telegraph? The Telegraph, which is a, a mm. British paper. Yeah. Um, Oxford history graduate, Steve. You want to question his credentials again? Yeah, I still don't think that he knows day by day. Well, he might without have. Without looking it up. He might have I'm a not impressed. book. You're not impressed with this. No. Any stooge could open up a history book and say, oh, look, uh, there, there, that's today. But, like, what history book ever had a full day by day? Of uh, an event, right? I mean, I'm like when sure you that took, there are many. When you, t- yeah, I'm sure there are. But like, if you're in college, what you're taking, whatever. Let's call it advanced British history mm-hmm. 350. Mm-hmm. And you think that they read a book that describes the day by day of World War II? No, I'm not saying. But that. you're saying you're they saying exist. That. Yeah, I'm saying those books exist. Well, I th- you're the one incorporating this whole. Uh, suddenly, I'm in college now. Well, because uh, he's a college kid. That's what I mean. He's a, a, a college grad. He's a college plagiarist. Oh, my God. You want my real opinions? <laughs> like, he's a fraud. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a, okay, I so. think this is a really neat thing that he's doing. Oh, sure. It's nice. And it's uh, Steve thinks he is a fraud. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, you ready for, ready for a little fun fact, Kyle? Oh, okay. Oh, you get World War II fun facts? 
Uh, well, no, I got a fun fact. Well, figures this is a terrible day to write this day in history oh, no. into Google. Boy, I wonder what's <laughs> wonder what's gonna show up. Uh, see, there was that uh, <laughs> something going on in about sixteen years ago, <laughs> and apparently that's all the oh oh of course, Kyle. Back in uh, I mean you know mm-hmm. this, back in seventeen seventy seven during the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brattle of ba- Brandywine begun on this day in 1977. You knew that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. General Sir William Howe and General Charles Cornwallis sure. launched a full-scale British attack on General George Washington and the Patriot Outpost at Brandywine Creek near Chadsford in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's a nice tweet. Yeah. Yeah. I came up with that all by myself. So I took his very last tweet mm-hmm. five hours ago. Polish counterattack over... B-Z-U-R-A River mm-hmm. is grinding to a halt. After being driven back 20 kilometers, German 8th Army pulls in frontline reinforcements. Type that into Google. Unless, I mean, unless it's fully paraphrased, I don't see any exact matches. Well, yeah, it's real simple. You just uh, put in a comma, take out oh. an and. Okay. Okay. So that's what, okay. I mean, yeah, it's sure. nice. It's cute and all, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like I was telling you about Ari Fleischer earlier, mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff's in a book. There's no way he could remember the exact times, right? It was 16 years ago, Steve. No, of course not. Plagiarized also. <laughs> Ari Fleischer. Oh, boy. Now you're going to get the old conspiracy theorists out, yeah. in, out in full force about yeah. 9-11. Well, we- I mean, as we all know, uh, George Bush is a lizard yeah. uh, that uh, uh, denies the moon landing. So... <laughs> There go. Haven't we talked about this? Aren't we're in agreement on JFK? There's more to it, yeah. More to it than than what we know. What do you think on Pearl Harbor? You think uh FDR knew about it and let it happen because um, he wanted to be involved? As stupid as it sounds, I don't think that conspiracy theorists or I don't think that conspiracies were invented yet then like it sounds stupid but i do i don't think that people thought that way back then. well because i guess it wouldn't be a conspiracy back then i think it would be more of a, a scandal i guess is what it yeah. would be labeled as right is hey he lied to us on purpose it would be less of a I, yeah i don't i mm-mm. okay and maybe uh, you know something give me an hour and google and i'll be yeah you're I'll in be, you're fully I'll in be on the team <laughs> yeah um and uh, i've said it before but google fake moon landing yeah if you ever have like three days to kill. It's fascinating. I know. That's what. That's the next question. What I mean. What's your thoughts on the moon landing? Moon landing's real. The moon landing's real. Moon landing's, moon what landing are the other big real. ones I'm missing? Um, I mean, nine eleven, inside job, uh, would be that. Conspiracy oh, of course. Uh, um, the the shooting in Connecticut. Um, yeah, and that, those are most. Those are so modern, right? Yeah. So Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook was it. uh the term now is false flag, mm-hmm. right? And the reporter who was assassinated on air was a false flag. Yeah. The, oh boy. I don't remember hearing that about Columbine. No. Was that just before that terminology or was it because there was video footage of those kids in the library doing what they did? Yeah. Well, Columbine was 90, 99, 99. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah, I don't ever remember hearing that that was a. It's just so it's like a switch flipped after nine eleven, right? It went JFK and in in 
pop culture and, and mainstream theory. I don't think there was like a real uh, conspiracy theory that took hold until 9-11. Yeah. And even 9-11, I still feel like the only reason it did was because of YouTube. Well, yeah. Cause was suddenly, YouTube around? When was YouTube Oh, no. Created? YouTube wasn't around. For no, Columbine, you, I mean. YouTube. No. YouTube was like, oh, oh five, I thought. Okay. So, because I don't remember oh, hearing four, anything maybe. about 9-11 until years later anyway. Like, there wasn't like... You know, nine twelve or nine fifteen. People were saying, "Hey, you know, what if we did it to ourselves?" Type of thing. Yeah. Like, because yeah, I imagine I just, that'd uh, be laughed out man. of the room. But then that documentary on YouTube took like serious hold. That uh, loose change. Loose change. Yeah. See, I I believe with nine eleven, I believe that that people probably there were probably people that knew that an attack was imminent. But I that I, is, that, I cannot believe that they had a memo sitting on their desk that said, "Hey, uh, next Tuesday morning, yeah. a couple planes are going to be hijacked, yeah. and uh, it's these flights, and they're going to be crashed here. So do with that what you will." Yeah, and that nothing and it was, was just. Done. I can't believe it. No, there's can't no way. It. There's no way. And then obviously, uh, part of part of part of me just doesn't want to believe it, right? Because if that's suddenly, if I find out, you know, like. When I uh, w- when I get the golden ticket and I get to ask any question I want, and they reveal to me, oh yeah, well, well, everyone knew about nine eleven, but mm-hmm. we just let it happen anyway. If I hear that, my my world's topsy turvy. Suddenly, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, and I don't want to know what's going. Yeah, right. so you know, it's not a conspiracy theory, and I don't know why this popped in my brain. It was in the news recently again. Uh, are you familiar with the DB Cooper case? Yes. That one's fascinating. That fascinates me right yeah. now. If you don't know what we're talking about, it was a uh, airplane. It was a hijacking mm-hmm. uh, in the 70s where a man took control of the airplane, ended up stealing $200,000 and jumped out of the yeah, he had a bottom. Jumped a, he had a parachute and uh, yeah, he made his way. Under the cargo, right? He didn't just in, rip open the emergency no, no, exit. No, he went down into like the cargo hold yeah. and just hopped out. Mm-hmm. They don't know who this man was, but the reason it's referred to as D.B. Cooper is that's the only thing, that's the only piece of evidence that was found. There was like a tag that had been ripped off a, oh, yeah. a jacket or a bag or something, and it just said D.B. Cooper on it, and they found it in the like in the forest where they assumed he would have landed. And that's the only info that they have on this man. And I know that there have been a few people who were suspected, like someone had an inkling that this was DB Cooper. So they were waiting for like a deathbed confession, but yeah. it never happened. And that's fascinating. Though. There's, I'm sure great, there's a documentary on that. It's right? such a great story that, cause you're like, Oh man, what if he's still out there? But then if you think about it, $200,000 in 1970, whatever, he couldn't still be living off of that. If he was still alive. What year? What? Let's see. DB Cooper. October 4th, 1971. Okay. So, 1971 money to today. What we say it was? 200000 Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to get the exact amount. Yeah, $200,000 in ransom. 200000 There's a oh, man. Boy, I don't know. That would have been $1.2 million. Although equivalent, right. But if he's still alive right, but today. He, yeah, he would have been spending it for the last. Yeah, uh, that's what it means. So 40 years of spending. D.B. Cooper might be working as like a part-timer at Lowe's. I'll imagine that. With, uh, you know, invested 
two hundred oh, grand. He's where, got the best back in my day story. Oh, I get. Yeah, now young punks. You'd have to leave that in a note when jump, you die, I'll, right? I'll quit. I'll jump out of another plane. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, like you have to leave that in a note, right? Donald. Do you leave you leave that in a note for your family? You're you on your on your deathbed. You're uh, absolutely. You got to tell them, right? You yeah. can't take that to the grave. That's the coolest story ever. Yeah. Nobody got hurt. I don't think. Uh, nobody <laughs> may have killed everyone on the plane. Nobody died. Everybody's great after the ordeal. So I wonder if they. So he's on the plane. Does he just get up and say, "Oh, I have to use the restroom," and walk to the restroom with what appears to be a backpack under his sport yeah. coat? Which is a parachute, because you know in 1971, it was massive. It probably didn't even have a bag to fit in. He just yeah. carried a parachute onto the plane. Because the prevailing theory is people, it, they seem to think he died. That, that's like that's what the FBI thinks, right? Yeah. I don't even know if the case is still open. I think it's closed. Because they, I, if I remember right, they think he died. Which... Just talk about shrugging your shoulders. You, it reminds me of that scene in uh, you remember that scene one of the Batman movies where uh, the cops uh, it shows a scene like yeah we're out looking for him he's right here on the board and they show like the cops board yeah. out there and it's Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. and like Loch Ness monster maybe yeah. they just don't care you know it might be one of those open but that's eh, open in name yeah. only type of thing because right. we physically can't close it. Um, so the man who called himself yeah, it's, Dan it's Cooper closed. when he purchased a plane ticket on November 4th, 1971. Somebody thinks they've solved who it is. Uh, and he thinks the man did it to make the FBI look bad. Well, let's see. Update July 12th, 2016. The FBI has redirected resources uh, allocated to the D.B. Cooper case to focus on other investigative priorities. Just think. So from 1971 until July 2016... They were on his. They were spending yeah. money. Uh, now, dollars what happens, were what being spent though? on DB Cooper. Like, is there a statute of limitations though? If he were to come out now and say, "Yeah, I'm DB Cooper. There's I no did way. it." There's no way there could they be a statute on that, right? The man's almost beloved at this point. Oh, right. He's he's like a folk hero. I know. Isn't that crazy how how we romanticize it just because it happened in the seventies. Well, I was reading, uh, I don't know how the hell we got on this topic, but I was, uh, a movie was on one of the pay channels a couple weeks ago called, and it's called the assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford. Mm-hmm. And it's got Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck in it. The movie's fantastic. And when you look into it a little bit, Jesse James is like hugely romanticized as being a Western, outlaw Robin Hood Mm -hmm. when there was no evidence that he was any form of Robin Hood. He killed mercilessly Mm -hmm. and looked out for only him and himself and was eventually killed for being that guy. But yeah, it's, but now everybody's like, yeah, man, I'm the Jesse James of this. Like, no, that's not a good thing. Yeah. That's not, you're a murderer and a robber. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it happens. Right. It's weird. But you know it's, what? It's, you know who still has a bad rap? Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> uh, LHO. Can't catch a rap. Maybe can't, it's got to be another. Can't, catch, can't a, catch, a, catch a break. Yeah. So maybe in like 100 Always years. gets a bad rap. You think in 100 years, LHO will be like, ah, uh, just doing what the people wanted. <laughs> you know, I find it hard to believe. You, th- you do? You think so? Yeah. I mean, I know that as big of a fan as you are of him. Ah, ah, ah. Of his librarian skills, Steve. His, his prior work. His prior work 
And I feel like that being thrown out the window in lieu of one rough afternoon in the old morning the, on, the, on the old job. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe somebody really gave him a talking to about their book fine. And Oswald had a, you know, I don't know. If, the more I think about this, the less I think he was a librarian. He wasn't, but you said yeah, it. No. I remember I read about. Nope. Yes, you did. No, he packed books in boxes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> he wasn't worried with the Dewey Decimal System. Right. He was more of a backroom worker. Yeah. So maybe he had just had enough of the librarian, you know, giving him the wrong book, the, the wrong order. He'd go in the boxes every day and he'd be. All right, time to check if 996.63 is in the... Damn it, not again, Linda! It's in the wrong box! Went home, got his rifle, mm-hmm. shot the first thing that came in front of him. Happened to be John F. Kennedy. Yeah. And and Governor Connolly. And Governor Connolly. Just saying, there's an outside <laughs> chance. Yeah, I mean, so so you're, uh, you're still maintaining that Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> should be... Uh, applauded nope. for his for his hard work on the job. Never said not, applaud, and not not simply judged by the one rough day. I'm so saying, you're saying basically, he, I'm saying, who are we to throw out a lifetime of hard work and effort? So, so you're basically putting a assassinating a president on the same level as like came back late ten minutes from coffee break. Well, I think it's kind of like you know you had a, you had a rough day today. You did, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't go out and kill JFK. You're right. I did. So people handle things maybe a little differently. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, what's funny is that still after, a Lee Harvey Oswald. After this thing <laughs> happened a few <laughs> weeks ago, where you accused me of being a Lee Harvey Oswald fan, I remember reading on him because I was like, because I never remembered him <laughs> being. You were just, you were bound and determined to find a good thing about. The no, guy. no, I just never remembered him actually working at that depository i didn't i didn't know anything about still that still unconfirmed whether he did or not he did oh he did yeah he did uh, that that was like his part-time job but i had totally forgotten his backstory that he was a nut who left the united states mm-hmm. denounced his citizenship to become a russian citizen but russia was like yeah i don't, I don't know if we're yeah. interested and this was in the cold war when they were like they should have you know latched onto this lunatic and said hey look at this guy he hates america too and then whatever happened in russia and he couldn't wait to get home again to America, mm-hmm. where he, uh, you know, he married a, a foreign woman here, and then went off the rails. Yeah, good guy though. Good guy, yeah. to Kyle. A decent book boxer, possibly. Because <laughs> when you said boxing books and stuff, what would that even be? Like what? What? What was the depository? I, I believe that the depository was. Um, a, a spot where, for whatever reason, books came there. They were boxed up and sent out like to... Like a storage, a book uh, storage facility? Maybe? or I don't know. I, that's the thing. Because, like, you know, the Texas School Book Depository. Like, isn't that a library? No, no, no. It's a depository. <laughs> what? So do people... So is like there a, like a slot in the door, like an old blockbuster? Yeah. Where you... And you drop in your, you know, your mass paperback of the latest Daniel Steele novel? So you're saying it's a warehouse? Not quite a depository. If anybody can tell us what is a deposit, hashtag schoolbook depository this week. Tell us what in the world that thing is. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm fascinated by it. Okay. Another conspiracy. Uh, Bigfoot. Oh, I'm all in. You're Yeah. Really? I'm all in. 
Which I listen, I get it. I know it doesn't make sense. Yeah. We would have found one by now, right? Feel like it. Yeah, I feel like we would There's have. There's no way a species could be this we we would have found remnants of one by now. I mean, they're not eternal. We would have found How How do you know? That's a valid point, Steve, and I don't know why I just contradict my own conspiracy yeah. that I believe in. What are you doing? But I feel like I mean, you hear about what's the stats on how many new species we're finding a day in the ocean alone? It's mm-hmm. it's some stupid number, right? That millions, millions a day. Yeah, hundreds of thousands and millions. <laughs> <laughs> but those, you know, the 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 footprints that people get yeah. always kind of make me like there is an animal out there, right? Sure. And maybe it's a different type of bear. Maybe it's a different whatever. But there's maybe some, they fly. Maybe maybe, they, maybe that's why we don't we, have more footprints. Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. What's your thoughts on that? Jersey Devil. That's more uh, of a haunting. Boy. Uh, I don't know. Growing up in New Jersey, they I mean, you really thought that the Jersey Devil was real. Because it is rumored to now be out in the, uh, like, to live in the Pine Barrens, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, as legend has it, I forget what the woman's name was, but she gave birth uh, in a cabin in the, in the Pine Barrens. Yep. And it was, I think it was the 13th child. And, uh. As soon as the child was born, it went crazy and it ran uh, in the fireplace and up the chimney, mm-hmm. never to be seen again. And it now haunts those very woods. Yeah. Was it the Leeds family? Let's see. I opened it up. So it's a common dis- commonly described as a kangaroo-like character with the head of a goat, bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, emitting a, quote, blood-curdling scream. Origin, mm. it is Mother Leeds, yes. 13th child. I nailed it. Yeah, you did. Wow. Up the chimney? Does it have anything there about running uh, up the chimney? During 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night. Uh, born as a normal child, the 13th child changed to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Growling and screaming, it killed the midwife before flying up the chimney, heading into the pines. I cannot believe that I knew all of those yeah. details. Well, you were Like you said, born and raised. Was that ever told you as like a campfire ghost yeah, story type of was, thing? That was. I a, bet, because yeah. that's a low... Cause you, the Pine Barrens are huge. Yeah. They're massive, massive, right? So you could probably get to the Pine Barrens in a short car ride. Fairly quickly, yeah. And but they're they're so massive that it just it does nothing to dispel the notion that there's some creepy creature in there because yeah. there's no way you could canvas the entire place. No, it's such a all. massive uh forest. You think so, we should go on a conspiracy tour? Oh like yes. where we go to different places and try and Don't tempt me. Try and track down the, the oh man. I well no I'm not camping in the Pine Barren. No, are you Jersey nuts? Devil. Listen, I'll if talk not to, the I'll, Jersey Devil, I've seen the Sopranos episode. Yeah, the mob dumps bodies there. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'll go talk to like the crazy town folk. Absolutely, to see what their thoughts are. I think we need to do that. We could even throw in a few stops with the uh, with uh, the water decks, covered bridges. You mean? Nope. Nope. I feel like I feel like I recapped it perfectly. No respect. Um, you're pro Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> first of all, anti-covered bridge. First of all, unacceptable <laughs> way to frame I mean, that. You said it. I'm pro librarian, pro book boxer. <laughs> and I feel like maybe his prior work deserves a second look. I said that before. Do you think his prior work is good enough to outweigh his, shall we say later work? I mean, we don't totally discount O.J. Simpson for an armed robbery, do we? No, no, we do. Okay, yeah, we do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there were those, that other incident. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, 
He was acquitted of it, but yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know what you're talking about. Feels like you're. Uh, feels like you're. But no, I think that's a great idea because um, uh, it was a movie in the early 2000s. Richard Gere. Oh, The Mothman. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of The Mothman? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to do. I think it's like Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Remind me of uh, what is The Mothman? That's a conspiracy. That was that's based on something. Yeah, yeah. That's like a true story. I think, like I said, I think it's Point Pleasant. I want to say West Virginia. And it's a massive winged creature, uh, Point Pleasant area from from 1966 to 19, 7, 1967. Uh, National Press picked up on it. Uh, there's a book written in 1975 about it, and then a 2002 film starring Richard Gere. And an annual festival in Point Pleasant is devoted to the Mothman legend. Two young couples told police they saw a large black creature whose eyes glowed red when the car headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town. So he's just flapping along. Yeah, they've even got a line. statue of uh, like an artist's rendering of it. Oh, good God, that's terrifying. I know. I think this is a great idea. I that's think, a statue you got to tear down. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Leave Jeez. Robert E. Lee alone. <laughs> I know. Kill the moth, man. <laughs> yeah, that thing's terrifying. <laughs> uh, hashtag how, kill the moth, man. How do we... It seems like on a... Not weekly, but every other week basis, we seem to stumble down the conspiracy. I know, theory. I know, and we haven't even gotten to the biggest one of all that I know. Not only us believe in Steve, the majority of the public believes Bob Dylan is Julian Assange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you don't know me, what we're talking well, about, to me, it's not even a conspiracy theory. No, that's listen, it's fact. Haven't seen them together. Yeah, have not seen them together. You produce a picture. <laughs> Of Bob Dylan singing a song to Julian Assange. Yeah. And I'll drop this case. Yeah. And then at that point, we'll move on. But until you want to provide any type of uh, uh, formula, formula, evidence, mm-hmm. any evidence to the contrary, I feel like it's it's truth. Yeah. You know, gravity is technically only a theory, isn't it? This is a law. No, the gravity is law. What is the... No, um, gra- uh, well, I don't know. It depends. If you talk theory to... Theory of f- relativity, things yeah, like that. Those are only to, theories. you talk to like a flat earther, though. Oh, boy. Earth, uh, round or flat? That's another one, right? That is. Uh, the, yeah, that, that, that's round. I've seen pictures from space. Yeah. I've been on an airplane. What is the main defense there of saying flat? How do they discount NASA pictures? Are they saying that's part of the cover-up? Uh, yeah, either it's part of the cover-up, or it, of course it's going to look round. You're just looking down at a big disc, so it looks round. So he like pictures from the International Space Station are always looking down, like and straight the down. Space station yeah. would be it would be like if this table was the Earth, the space station would just be directly above it, looking down. And um, but uh, but uh, you also forgot the like how would we have not found the edge yet like. Right. What happens when you get to the edge? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. There's uh, a secret fleet of boats that oh, no. they patrol the uh, the edge of the earth. So if you get too close, they send you back. Okay. So now my question is, are there, because obviously there's, you know, there's flat earth or forums. I guarantee it. Can we find like what those coordinates are? People say, like, yeah, I got here. They said, turn around. I don't know. I'm sure we could. So like what's holding all the water up? Well, it's uh, I I believe that it's gravity, but 
Flat Earth or gravity go is over the side. Flat Earth or gravity is different than uh, us normal people. Gravity. Okay, so they're challenging everything down to gravity. Yeah. What I like is when. Um, well, geez, I, I Boston, was, enjoy your new all-star uh, point guard or whatever it is, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. The one of the world's most famous flat earthers. Yeah. What was it? Um, I remember I read an article. Um, I think it was when because it was Kyrie Irving and who else was it? Shaq. Shaq also commented oh, on it too. Man, who but I feel like Shaq was just he was just maybe trolling. in jest. But um I think like Uprocks or somebody did an article where they asked actual like physicists what would happen if the world was flat and they just gave like the most obvious answers to completely debunk it. And what and the the crazy thing to me is like how is it that you can you can listen to somebody, you can listen to a scientist say, hey, there's going to be this crazy eclipse coming up in uh, just a couple of days. And you're like, wow, okay, cool. Hey, look at that. The eclipse happened. But as soon as they say, oh, yeah, and the world's not flat. Oh, screw you. You're an idiot. You don't know anything. I know. So it's, are all of the planets flat? Are they all just like They all have to be disks, right? We're all just frisbees flying through space. Just don't get depth then. How would depth work? Because it's an indisputable fact, right? That the ocean is this deep in certain parts. So is it just flat, but there is depth well, to sure. it? Well, sure. Maybe it's like, because uh, the, the deepest ocean, uh, Mar- what is it, Marianas Trench, is like 35,000 feet deep. Mm. So maybe we're we're a disc. So 35,000 feet, how many miles is that? What's that? Like six and a half, seven miles. So maybe we're just on a, Seven mile thick disc floating through space. Huh. Oh, starting to come around. Yeah, right. Uh, so we have Shaq does believe he is on the list. Uh, Kyrie Irving, who we mentioned, uh, Tila Tequila. Oh, yes. Uh, BOB, he is a rapper. Uh, you, you've heard some yeah, of his, his music. He had one, uh, uh I want to say he did like airplanes. With a, with a, another, it was with a woman. Uh, but yeah, so B.O.B., he posted a picture on Twitter, this was from 2016, of him on a hill, and it says, the cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where is the curve? Please explain. I don't think people get, like, the size. The scope of like, a planet, the, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're not on some little... Yeah, like, it's not like you can run around a circle, like, we're not a hamster on a wheel yeah. here. Yeah. What's the circumference of the Earth? Oh, it's got to be just absurd, right? Or would it be circumference? Like just one wrap around, right? Yeah. Isn't that is that yeah, circumference? That's circumference, right? What is I thought circumference was all of the surface area. Boy, I am so far removed from high school uh, uh, math. Well, either way, it's twenty five thousand miles. <laughs> so, so those sound, those cities sixteen miles away. You mean why why aren't they curved though, Steve? It should yeah. at least be, you know. So you think that you're going to see a a curve? So let's see uh, what is. 16 into uh, 25,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's my calculator? Yeah, he did airplanes with Haley Williams from, I think Haley Williams is from Paramore. I you'd, know, you'd recognize uh, yeah, it the instant I, you heard I it. I know that. Um, yeah, uh, 16 miles out of uh, out of 25,000 miles is point zero 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 six four. So not enough to see the curve. No, probably not. Not enough. Um, Sherry Shepard, 
co-host of The View. What we're saying is a lot of very possibly dumb people, mm-hmm. right, for varying reasons, whether they didn't go to school or whether it was just never discussed, so they're susceptible to, oh, yeah, that does kind of make sense. But, yeah, it's, uh, the fact that that's a thing is... You know something, though? It, that those those uh, oh, those dumb people... They're all very successful and have a lot of money, which is proof that like the American dream is live and well, it's alive and well. Yeah. You can, you can believe, I mean, you can believe and do, I mean, for crying out loud, the former head of the KKK is a congressman now, isn't he? David Duke. Is he? Yeah. I think David, I thought David Duke was a congressman. Oh boy. I'd feel real bad if that's the case. (laughs) I think he had a position that was. Well, any position. Um, well, what if, I mean, is he like the janitor at the Congress building? Boy, his opening Wikipedia paragraph is devastating. David Ernest Duke is an American white nationalist, politician, anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist, Holocaust denier, convicted felon, convicted felon, and former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Boy. A former Republican Louisiana state representative. He was a candidate in the Democratic presidential primaries in okay. 1988. Yeah, I knew he ran for president. And Republican presidential primaries in 1992. He also unsuccessfully ran for the Louisiana Senate, United States Senate, United States House, and governor of Louisiana. And in 2002, pleaded guilty to defrauding supporters by claiming to be in dire straits, asking them for money, and he was actually using it for gambling. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a resume right there. So this is, yeah, the American dream. Alive and well. Alive and well. <laughs> Alive and well. If the former Grand Wizard of the KKK can do it, we all can. <laughs> boy. boy, oh boy. So the Stephen Kyle podcast, Conspiracy Tour. We're going to need some more conspiracies, though. I, I mean, I know there's stuff in the Midwest, but mm-hmm. sounds like we've got two on the dockets right now. We're yeah. going to the Pine Barrens. Well, nope, we're going to New Jersey for the Jersey we're gonna, Devil. We're going to go there during the day. We're going to the Pine Barrens during the day. And then we're heading down to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. We're going to check out the Mothman. So we need some help. Send in your conspiracy theories that we can go. And don't be like, well, I heard my town had a ghost. No, no, no. <laughs> this has got to be something I can look yeah. at and this point to on Wikipedia and say there's been sightings for whatever, 100 years. And uh, we need Steve and Kyle to come take a look yeah. and check it out. This is something, dude, I'm fascinated with uh, this stuff. This. I would do this in a heartbeat. We'd fly to New Jersey. Either rent a car or whatever from there, or Uber around down the countryside. <laughs> hey, I know we're in Newark. <laughs> you headed to West Virginia anytime soon? You ever heard of the Leeds baby? <laughs> we got a tail to keep you busy. Come on, sir. Oh boy! So I I said to you before the podcast began, it's been a while since we've looked at some of our reviews. Yeah, 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 and uh, you know, there's a while there, you know, and, and it's always in play. Uh, please do leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever, uh, and we put your send us a screenshot of it. We put your name on the list for two minutes of awkward conversation, which the, might come back someday. Well, I've tried two weeks in a row. The and last week, the person who's been on the list for I think three months now, uh, we obviously had some technical stuff where we didn't try it for a while. But three or four times, we could not hook up with this person. Mm-hmm. The next person in line was a Facebook person. I messaged twice to zero response. Okay. And so Boy, I sent sounds, out. Sounds like our t-shirt campaign. Yeah. <laughs> so I've sent out 
two more messages today. One to the initial person, because I have heard from him. Uh, Christopher Vine, if you're listening to this, uh, be more timely. Uh, <laughs> respond to us, please. Uh, and I've sent a uh, message to a backup, and they did not answer. And again, this is partially on me. I should message them, you know, two days ago yeah. and say, hey, can you talk in a couple days? So, uh, yeah, but Gina, you if but you're you, listening, it, it would have been, you would have told them Sunday morning and then yeah, we would have had Sunday to switch. Morning, it didn't happen. Gina, if you're listening, you know who you are. Please send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. We've spoken to her. You're wearing one of, you're probably wearing our shirt right now, Gina mm-hmm. and Christopher Vine, Colorado, please message us back. Otherwise we're going to keep rolling through the list. Cause I, I, I miss it. Yeah. You know I how do. much, do you remember how much we laughed in the Intel we got about why people listen to this podcast? <laughs> Well, I'll give you some. And right we're about to find out more. So I don't know if there's, you think this is a thing now where we've kind of propagated this idea that all of the reviews have to be like this? Because every time we've spoken to somebody or read a review, it is intentionally or unintentionally backhanded. Yeah, it's always, well, you guys, uh, I was bored out of my mind and yeah. uh Minutes away from suicide, from boredom. Yeah. And uh, I listened to your podcast, and it made me one one millionth slightly less bored. Yeah. You consumed enough time that I had to put the device down so I could press play on your podcast. But yeah, it's uh, but but hey, no, I'm hooked, and I love it. It's always that. So uh, we had a... I I don't think we've read the most recent... The two most recent reviews. I'm terrified. First one, the, uh, the the subject line grows on you. Star rating five. Hey, and that's those are okay with me because honestly, that's truth. I mean, yeah. this is a podcast. Do you think anybody jumps on this episode today? Let's say they they stumble upon this episode. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you do with this? We've talked about conspiracy theories. We've called back to. Um, your love of Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> We've talked about conspiracy if if theories. You're new, if you're new, you don't need to go back and listen to it. Kyle expressed his love you could, for Lee Harvey Oswald. You could go back and listen. About, what, three, four weeks ago? Yeah, we've talked about uh, the, the Mothman. We've mentioned Bob Dylan as Julian Assange. Like, none mm-hmm. of this makes sense if you jump on here. So the idea, and I, I think, you, I mean, this happens at your side gig, too, where you say it all the time. Like, just give it a chance. And it'll grow on you. I think. I think it's safe to be said for this podcast, and and, and a lot of podcasts. This is. Uh, it's kind of a serialized rambling is the best way to describe what we do here. Serialized nonsense, week in and week <laughs> out here on the Stephen Kyle podcast. Ooh, that's a billboard right there. That is. So this one uh, from Roth G seventeen back on August twelfth. Subject line grows on you. Five stars out of five. That's pretty good. Now, this, uh, I, I gave these guys a try during the Free Beer and Hot Wings hiatus. If you remember earlier in the summer, uh, we, we hijacked the Free Beer and Hot Wings mm-hmm. podcast feed, put our uh, Stephen Kyle podcast on there for a week while yeah, the show was I'm on vacation. Bring that back. Yeah, yeah, I think we do. I gave the guys a try during the Free Beer and Hot Wings hiatus. Mm-hmm. I was mildly amused. <laughs> the funnest thing at first was hearing the distinctiveness of Steve's beard over the nasal grating of Kyle and his glasses. Oh, no. Okay. Well. After a few weeks, however, I find myself looking forward to their awkward slow wit <laughs> and lumbering slow rhythm. If if you read that first sentence, 
why would you come back for, quote, a few more weeks? If you're describing Steve's uh, beard-scraping microphone and my nasal-grating glasses, why do you come back for round two? Thank you for doing and, it. That's tremendous. Uh, and, and our slow wit and lumbering show rhythm. Jeez, OP. Uh, he said, it reminds me of my life, which would now be somewhat less interesting without you guys. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you. Roth G seventeen. I believe he, I believe Roth G seventeen sent in that review somewhere. Oh, he did. Um, if you haven't, and if you're hearing this, if you're Roth G seventeen, please send us that with your phone number on Twitter or Facebook, so we can uh, record that, so you can get in line, which is dwindling for two minutes of awkward conversation. Okay, so that's that feels nice. Yeah. We grew on a guy, and now we're part of the daily routine. Yep. So hit me with the next one, which is obviously a back-to-back five-star up top. This one from August 30th, 2017. Put your hand down. Oh uh, from... so, so no no, five, no back-to-back five-star up top? This is from TSK44. Okay, that's kind of general. Uh, would you like the rating or the subject line first? Well, the rating is a dead giveaway, so yeah. let's go with the subject line and see see where we're leaning. Subject line, too bad, because Steve is great on the radio. Oh, boy. This is a two-star rating, Kyle. Two? Two. What? what? So they're actually middle of the road. How can this be middle of the road? You love this or you hate it, right? Yeah. I'm exact. This is absurd. (laughs) This is asinine. There's nothing in this podcast where you're like, ah, just not my week this week. Like, uh, I, I don't like their guest. No, it's this every freaking week. Give us a five or give us a one. That four star, I think the the four star pisses me off more than the two star that we Does got. It? Yeah, because this guy's like, yeah, maybe if I'm, you know, dying of boredom again, maybe I'll listen to one if I'm forced to with a gun. But the four star's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Could be excellent. God, yeah. stop waffling. All right, so from TSK44, too bad because Steve is great on the radio. So I think it's a Thanks. shot at you. Well, I don't know. That's kind of a compliment to me. So it could go either way. Yeah. So too bad Steve's great on the radio. I choose to be a glass half full. Well, I think it could go either way to where too bad Steve's great on the radio. He's now stuck with this loser, meaning me. Mm-hmm. Or too bad Steve's great on the radio. What the hell's he doing with this thing? That why is he? You know why does this suck so bad? All right, so he said. Uh, it's from August 30th again. I thought this would be great, considering I love the Free Beer and Hot Wings show, and Steve is the producer on it. Mm-hmm. But this just isn't that good. That's really hurtful. Oh, that's it? Because that's not even... No, there's another line. But yeah, but this just isn't that good. Like, that's not even, hey, I'm trying to be funny. I'm going to give you guys a zinger. He just doesn't like us. Uh a few funny parts, but most of the time it's just two middle-aged men droning on about their mediocre lives. Jesus, that one's devastating. Oh, God. I am reevaluating everything after that yeah. last line. Is this episode, what episode is this? Like 60? Are we at 60 yet? Oh, you mean the series finale? Yeah, I feel like it's time to oh, wrap it up. Man, that one kicks you right in I the mean, balls. I going to be moving not. soon. The studio's going to be gone. Studio's under new ownership. Boy, that one doesn't let up. No. I don't no. know why I'm taking that one worse than the guy who gave us one star with no review. 
Because oh, in yeah, my mind, right. that guy didn't even give us a chance. He probably yeah. just said, oh, Steve, I hate him, or Kyle, I hate him, giving him one star, which, again, is your right. Makes you kind of an a-hole, but it's your right. This guy actually gave us a try, called <laughs> our know. lives mediocre. Well, one of the one per, one of the one star people left a review. So we have two one stars and a two star? Yeah. Oh, we need to stop. Yeah, because... The, we need to stop the, the podcast, because we're the, done. The one star review that we did get is... One dude is okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steve just repeats things he's heard Freebeer say. So in that right, awful. In that regard, I'm okay. Yeah. So I guess to be well, no, not you. The other one, dude. Yeah, the other dude. Yeah. I thought this would be great. Oh man. All right, TSK44. If you're listening to this episode, please send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. We need to talk to you. I need to know what's up. I need to know what we can do. To get you back on board. Yeah, get you back on the train. That's the goal. We're looking to get get more people to listen to this drivel, as you called it. Uh, me- mediocre life drivel. So true, though. I don't know why that one's affecting me. Because I know it shouldn't. I don't... It, whatever. It's totally fine. But, boy. Should we just... Uh... I have such a good... Yeah, boy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just wrap it up here. I have such a good time doing this every week. To hear somebody say we're droning about our mediocre lives so I mean, hurts. I mean, it's accurate. My life is pretty media- oh, me- mediocre. Oh, we've talked about service issues more than anything else on this podcast, yeah. I think. Yeah. Speaking service which, issues and softball. Speaking uh, of which, I, I'm i feeling bad now about oh, the interaction I had earlier. Oh, no. Within an hour. You're coming down off of the... Uh, um, the, the adrenaline you're isn't coming, pumping anymore. Do we need to make a call, Steve? Well, no, I mean, that this podcast would be six hours long if we yeah, made that call, yeah. but... I, well, we still, I mean, if you want to get something off your chest, we still need to call, uh, hopefully, a live Jack, who managed the grocery store that you offended. Boy. You know, we did send out our wedding invitations. Maybe I'll drop him an invitation in the mail for him. That's not a bad idea. That'd be nice of you. At Olive Branch, how many years later? 20? Would he remember you by name? Do can't you think? Im- can't imagine. You don't think so? No. I mean, because... In that role, if he was still in a role similar to that, how many part-time he's, young he's kids retired have come now. through there? He probably worked there for 40 years, mm-hmm. and I worked there for three of them. You know, I choose to believe quirky and pungent, and uh, why is it so good, question mark, are the true reviews of this podcast, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> well, thanks for the two stars, TSK. And again, if you happen to listen to this by accident again, uh, please do send us a message. That would be uh, greatly, greatly appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Well, Steve, I um, noticed, like you know, you did mention, uh, sorry, I know it's a sore subject. We're not going to dig too much into it. It's a lot of personal whatever regarding the sale of your house mm-hmm. at this point. What have you done to the new house to make it inhabitable? Like you said you were doing a bunch of different stuff yeah. there, right? Well, we got the keys yesterday. So we were, yesterday we were able to go over oh, there. I thought it was, I guess yesterday was yeah. Sunday. That yeah. makes sense. We were able to go over there for the first time yesterday as the new homeowners. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to. Um, you doing you painting? You doing any Eventually, of that we're of not going to do any of it. Well, that's not on the docket yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, that, that will happen. Sort of the tune-ups you're giving. Yeah, house house needs a needs a good coat of paint on the inside and, and things yeah. like that. A couple couple little quirky things like, you know, a squeaky hinge or a, a door that doesn't quite shut right. So we decided uh, what you do, what most people do when they move into a house, you buy, you, you change the locks. 
because um because if they might have whatever i get it they had given a key out to somebody and that key got passed along to somebody else you never know maybe they left a key for the you know the the repairman one day or something Mm -hmm. i don't know I, i just like the peace of mind plus it's you move in and it's like, well, this key does the front door and this key, it opens the back door, but also the one on the side, but you got to jiggle the hand. Like, oh, God. I don't Start want any fresh. of that. I want, I want one key that works every door in the house. So I'm a pretty bad, I've mentioned it numerous times. I'm pretty bad at DIY. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you have, so you have to buy a whole new structure for every door, whole new knob, right? Yeah. The knob and for the, every door and the deadbolt. So we, um. So how many exterior doors do you have that you want to replace? Six. <laughs> okay. Which is insane. Many, that's a, that's exactly. a stupid amount of access point. So, I know. And it makes it sound like I'm living in some mansion, but I'm not. It's a, like, this house, I think it's pretty normal. Two doors that we have one key that works both of them. But over at this house, there was obviously, um, like, two of the doors. Okay, you walk into the house. Or you walk up onto the front little porch, mm-hmm. and um, I think your house is like this too. Is there a door? Oh no, you have a side garage door, right? Yeah. So I have two doors into my garage, front and back, mm-hmm. and then I have two two doors directly into my house. One inside the garage, one on the front porch, which I would argue is normal. So I have two direct access points to the house. Yeah. So we have uh, the front door, obviously. And when you're standing on the front steps, you can also go into the garage through a side garage door. Then there's a, a door from when you're standing in the garage, you can walk out into the backyard. So mm-hmm. that's another one. Then there's obviously the door from the garage into the house, which we want to have on the same key. And then inexplicably in the back of the house, there are two doors basically right next to each other. It, it's very strange the way it was placed. So we went over the house and we're like, okay, well, we need this, we need this, this, this. Oh boy, five locks or five new knobs, and then like the front door knob, which we want to get one of the the nice decorative ones. And we wanted them all to work on the same key. How much money do you think that cost me? Because You're talking like a so it's, it's like a standard brass doorknob. Is no, that what we did? Uh, we the... did the oil rubbed bronze. Oh, okay, so fa- okay. So it's a kind of like so a six of them, six of them, ten bucks a pop. I call it sixty bucks. <laughs> you, I, you, my friend, are living in what's called fantasy land. Let me double it, because I could see. Okay, so you want six of the same kind? Mm-hmm. We call it twenty per. Twenty per, huh? One hundred and twenty bucks out the door. I'm taking it that you didn't replace the the knobs and the locks when you moved into your house. Boy, it turns out we didn't. <laughs> I guess not. Like 30? Well, the cheap ones were 30. Yeah, 10, bu- 10 stupid. Don't tweet at me telling me that. I know that was a dumb guess in hindsight. I, I feel terrible. The cheap. Now, the problem was we had, like, if you go to the store, say you want um, two doorknobs that have the same key. Yeah. If you look at the back of the package, it'll give you a, a it'll say key number and it'll say, like, 12543. So you just have to buy that so key. So if you find another. No, you just find another oh, one that has the same number on it. Gotcha. It's like, okay, I want two. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. So I think 20, 25 per at, so, at most. But the problem was we the most we could find was three matching ones. Oh, no. Well, six is quite a bit. 
It is. So you're talking I, I wasn't, special order type of thing at that point. Well, I because we wanted the the doorknob and the deadbolt. So those were about thirty bucks a piece for those, and those were the cheap ones. We hmm. then, since we couldn't get two, since we couldn't get the other matching ones, we had to buy the ones that are have smart key technology, which means you can use this little tool that comes with it and make another key work in that lock for just the bargain basement price of fifty five dollars oh a piece God. for two of them. Oh. So now we're up to. Uh, See, we're up to, well, so you uh, got thirty per for three. Well, I think there were thirty three a piece. So thirty three for one hundred dollars. Right? Yep. Plus another one hundred ten dollars is uh, what two? Two ten. Two ten. Okay. You got two ten with five. Two ten with five. You still need the mat. You still need the the very last one now, which is the front you... door, the decorative oh, one. Why don't you just put the different one in the front? Go extra key for a door you're never going to use, right? Because you know of those six, how many are you going to use on the daily? Oh. Two? Mm-hmm. I can't wait in a year to ask you. <laughs> hey, when was the last time it, you opened that door? I'm gonna what put door? It, I'm going to put it in my phone right now. In one year, ask Steve yeah. about um, about all how many doors he uses. <laughs> That's going to be a random thing to pop up. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm not going to understand. But, and it's going to come up on 9-11. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, the real thing people should be talking about this today. This makes less sense than usual. <laughs> so... Uh, the the final door, the front door, which um, isn't just the doorknob. You know, it's like the it's the big neck with the little yeah. thingy and the key and the this and the that and the decorative piece on the back. How much do you think that one was? Boy, if he said fifty five, I I'm terrified to guess seventy seventy five. Could have bought two of them for that price, like one hundred forty dollars. Come on. I swear to God. What? So you're at $350. Now, this is idiocy. Here's what we're going to do. We're leaving here. We're going to your new house, Mm -hmm. and we're going to go buy six padlocks that have the same key. (laughs) No, just combos. We'll do combo locks. Done. I'll just leave a note in my phone. This is all done. This is a done deal. And you're going to say- Okay, so the back door is 14 to the left. (laughs) 13 to the right. No, you can get, I think you can get, well, you said all the combos to the same, right? We're going to save you like 300 and some bucks, but you don't tell Annette. This. We sink it into the new studio. Now, luckily, remember my tale last week about how poorly the painting of the breezeway went? Luckily, I had a... Where you painted yourself in. We t- you, I painted you heard myself the, you heard the in. bit on the intro I, there. I bought that sprayer. Well, that sprayer was like 100 bucks. Well, I returned it. You're darn right said, you did. This thing is a piece of garbage. Yeah, because you said you spent probably more time cleaning with Much cleaning it than you did using yeah. it so i returned that stupid thing and then uh we had gotten a gift card for another like hundred dollars so mm-hmm. luckily the majority i'd say two-thirds of uh of of the locks were taken care of but still that was the worst thing ever and I so s- it's a done deal you did it they're all on did you think about going unfancy I did, but I don't like the, uh, neither of us like the brass look. Oh, boy. You're really doing nothing to dispel this notion that you're living in a mansion. <laughs> I know. $350 yeah. uh, door locks. I know. After a whatever, I'm how a, many dollar I'm, painter. I am 100% embarrassed by that statement. I hate it because I went into it thinking, because uh, every, uh, like, 
we replaced some of the interior doors in the house. So we'd put the we'd get all matching doorknobs for them. Those things are like twelve bucks a piece. Exactly. That's so why thinking, I get so low. So I'm thinking, ah, what's what's the outside? What's an exterior door? Well, double. Okay, twenty twenty five bucks. Oh boy, I got to buy six of them. I'm gonna be out like a hundred fifty bucks. That sucks. But more no. than double that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's crazy. I even went on like I'm looking up Amazon. Because the main yeah thing, right yeah see, there, if, there was nothing on there if we didn't need them all with the same key right it would have been cut in half but it's once you have to buy those stupid ones with the smart smart key technology right because you can't find ne- them which again never heard of that that seems insane yeah. to me yeah, it's right this little tab that you put it in there and you put the one key in turn it take it out put the other key in turn it don't hmm. do it I'm don't, just looking don't I'm just, you do it just, just just glancing. Don't you do it. You want Amazon? I just Googled it. Uh, so you get all the Google shopping results. See, now what I what I should have done. But again, it's also a taste thing. So whatever number I could pull up, you look at it and say, well, those are garbage mm-hmm. or that doesn't look nice. Why would Brand new home of ours. Why would we ruin it now, with these? And what I did see was uh, you could take, if I, I could have bought just six random ones, all different keys, taken them to a locksmith. And they could have rekeyed all of them for five, six bucks a piece. Probably could have cut that total in half. Just didn't want to do the step? Pretty much. Yeah. Boy, rolling in the dough over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate the uh I hate, it, I hate it, the feeling of knowing that it, it sounds stupid, but even though I'd be paying for it to go to a locksmith, right. I hate the the thought that I am like inconveniencing them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy that walks in with six doorknobs and says, oh, I mean, it's you're at the key counter. It's kind of their job. <laughs> I, I know. Mean, hey, hey, Mr. Key Man. Sorry. Sorry to ask you to help me out with these keys. But <laughs> that's, that's like feeling bad for calling AAA to, to change your flat. Oh, I would never do that. Really? Never. For a flat? No. So, yes. Flat I can deal with because I'm a man. I mean, I get it. I could deal with it. But I don't know. For me now, pay for it, man. It's all on my roadside. Yeah, I do too. You just wouldn't do it. Not for a flat. So that's a manliness thing for you. Yeah. Like that's why you wouldn't do it. Yeah. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I so gave up on being a man when I realized I don't know anything about anything. I, again, I, I, I mentioned this. I don't know how to replace the weather stripping on two doors and my garage door. Hmm. Everybody, I just rip it off, take it to the store. Then what? Do I walk around carrying a garage door size freaking weather strip and go, hey, where's this thing? No, you go how to do the I area. Get it back on? Go to the area where they stock it. And you I know. Buy it. Like, but what how do, you do I do get it back on? Milk? Do you walk through the store going, oh, thirsty, where's the cow? Here's the thing. I've been drinking milk forever. <laughs> I haven't been replacing weather strip forever. So, but because there's different, so there's different sizes. Yeah, different styles. Different profiles. Oh, Told you I'd come over and help you. You you poo pooed that. I don't remember doing that. I just I mean I think that probably went by the wayside like the Sunday morning record times. <laughs> and plus, how dumb is it for me? Like, hey Steve, yeah, no, no, I know you're trying to sell your house. No, I know you're moving into another house. No, I need weather strip help. <laughs> That's the I mean, dumbest thing ever, it's, right? It's September. It's getting pretty cold out yeah. in the garage. I don't want snow in the garage. In two, and I think it's another thing too. I think I have a slant. Uh, like on my garage door, at least, to where um, like there's a gap on one of the corners. 
how do you remedy that? Mm. Get a whole new garage door, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to call a specialist. Well, you've done that before. That's pretty cheap, too, right? I've done it uh, numerous times, actually. Moneybags, Steve. Hashtag (laughs) moneybags this week as we hear about Steve just throwing money into a cyclone (laughs) to see how much will come back to him. Yeah. So I have found sure feels like it when you're when uh, when you're moving. It feels like everything costs is five times yeah, expensive so as dumb. it should be. So I have six pieces, satin stainless steel. Now these are let's call these low end. Okay, who's the door who entry? New set N U S E T. Okay, heard of them. Door entry knob locks keyed alike. Mm-hmm. Now this is Amazon Prime. What do you think the Amazon Prime price is for the six piece? I'll say there's only three reviews, but it is five stars. Six of them? Mm-hmm. It's got to be 250 bucks. I'll even... So New Set also has oil-rubbed bronze. Get the hell out of here. So the satin stainless steel... They have a six-piece oil-rubbed bronze? Yes. Keto-like. The I satin swear, stainless if less, steel... If it's less than $400, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> Uh, I'm set- where I'm going over and taking all of them off, returning them all in the hacked up packaging because I didn't have a knife or scissors. So you just, so I just you ripped it. I hooked them. I hooked them open. It's like when you were a kid, you know, like a new toy. Like they'd mm-hmm. always make it impossible to get to unless you finessed like down the side of the package, yeah. and then but no, you just you'd cut a corner, wiggle two <laughs> fingers in, and just pull as hard oh, as you then, could. And then there was pull. the ones that had like the little twisty tie holding yeah. them into the package. Oh, it's the yeah, but there's like six of them, each arm, leg, neck, yeah. and then one around his rib cage. Like I just want the GI yeah. Joe man. All right, six piece new set, Fremont door entry knob locks, key to like oil rub bronze, Amazon Prime delivered to your door in two days. So they'd be here Wednesday. They'd be here Wednesday. No, pull it up on the screen. I need to see it and critique it and make sure I hate it. Oh, I'm sure you do. Because, again, at that, I don't know why I'm talking off mic like an idiot. Um, You know, it's probably the bargain version. But, yeah, there it is, man. New set, Freema. So that's the uh, oil rub uh, bronze. I'll tell you, they look exactly like the ones we put in. Those look kind of nice. Maybe I'll get myself some new doors, doorknobs. But the issue is mm-hmm. we wanted the, the, the fancier looking one on the front door. Feels like you spend 84 on this one. And we got a, we got a leftover yeah. one, but we need one that, uh, that, that needs to be the same key profile. It feels like you maybe just toned down the need for the, uh... <laughs> $84, 84 for six of them. So the stainless that? steel, seven, that 69 like? 99. So 84 into six goes what? 14 bucks. Yeah, fourteen dollars a piece, and slightly, you're at slightly less than, than you're at thirty, or no, I'm sorry, you're at almost sixty dollars a piece. You're like fifty eight dollars a piece right now. Boy, I'm glad I really did the research because I knew I could get them cheaper online, but I thought it was negligible. I, I could buy be... twenty four of these, throw eighteen of them away, <laughs> spend less than you, and have all new doorknobs. Half the people on your block <laughs> could have new doorknobs. Yeah. Well, mm. man, that sucks because I'm usually really good with uh, comparison shopping, yeah. finding the price of something and being like, oh, I, can, I bet I can save a couple bucks on Amazon. 
I don't need these. And I didn't. We didn't need them right away. Right. It, was, it wasn't a huge, like, it's not a rush factor for you. But it's it's that, man, you just like, I wanted to do something. We had to be out of the house yesterday for like an hour because there was a showing here. So I'm like, wow, got to get something done. Can't have idle time. Can't sit around and do nothing for, mm-hmm. a, for an hour. If I had ordered them last night, they would be in the process of being delivered tomorrow. Yeah. And I wonder, hell, I could have because paid the, you said I'm sure that there's the rush shipping. I could have gotten them today. Yeah, today for an extra what nine ninety nine maybe. And I'm guessing you could have even gone to you know clicked on new set the company's name, found a different doorknob, and tried because like you said, there's always the numbers of the keys, right? Yeah. Maybe found a different doorknob that the key would have worked with. Mm-hmm. But hey, I mean, it's you should spend much. Are a lot of options up there. That's a lot of new set door locks coming in. <laughs> Again, you could have picked four of these six packs, looked at them all, thrown three different designs picked, away. Picked out the best ones. One of each. You could have done one of each, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's you're, okay. You're not making me feel any better. No, that's, that's fine, no. I mean, again, you got you got what you wanted, right? You got your gate. So you can't let any of the poor people up. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Halloween's going to be tough at the Steve and Annette house this yeah, year because yeah. uh, you're going to have to show your W-2 to get up that driveway. <sighs> driveway. How are you going to get to the driveway with the moat in the middle? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. With the uh, the animals that are protecting the, the, the Steve and Annette uh, homestead estate. Oh, God. That I'm assuming you guys got enough property for like a winery. Oh grow yeah, some yep. grow some grapes. Yeah, we have a a landing strip in the back. Too. Well, you just need a pad for your helicopter. Yeah, well. that's all you need. All right. Well, well, yeah. And so, which by the way, I haven't talked about it much because I am still devastated about the move. Uh, happy for you. Mm-hmm. Devastated about the APS. Yeah, me too. Heartbroken. It is. It is. This feels like home now. Well, at the rate that the house is selling, we'll be in here for a little while. I think we should be in here during a showing. To yeah. show the people the functionality of this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's more than just the average house. Mm-hmm. Is there anything on the docket? I guess that's what I should ask. Anything, showing? Anything coming up? I know. Big goose egg. Actually, there's a chance that this house is under contract right now. Because uh, in the middle do we, of... Do we want to pause and find out so then we, we can get another Steve uh, either upset or happy? You know, I don't think I can... You, know, I, you, I you can't handle that swing? I can't, I can't take that roller coaster so, ride again. So you, you started like on a real high, like a negative, like an angry high, like right. emotions were high. You've come, you've come down to the point where you said, like, I kind of feel bad. So you think pausing, finding out if this home is under contract elsewhere may, may bring you back to Mount Kilimanjaro I, I peak. I can't do it. Oh boy, next week can't might do be it. A, next week might be a real show. Because while all of the stuff was going on with the bad customer service earlier today, uh, we also got an offer on the house. Mm-hmm. And so you've been navigating that. Been navigating that. It was uh not an ideal offer. And I finally, since we were recording, I just had to say to Annette, I mean, the house is totally in her name. So ultimately It's her decision. It's her decision. Yeah. And uh, I don't have to sign one piece of paper. I'm it, it was never in my name. Yeah, you were a you were a tenant here. Yeah, I was a tenant. Landlord selling the place. Um, so I just had to say to her, 
well, you're just going to have to handle this because we had to let them know an hour ago. You don't know. You haven't gotten a text update. Know. No, oh, man, the, the suspense is killing me, killing me. All right. Well, we only got about a half hour left. So, <laughs> um, I mean, briefly, we should mention um, the softball bets over. I do owe you. I owe Steve three hundred fifty dollars. Three looks like I can buy some doorknobs. <laughs> pay back my doorknob I debt. I can't even pay you a third of one of your doorknobs. No, that's no. how fancy you sure are. You can. How much was the bet? Twenty. Oh my! I, I, it was a thirty dollar doorknob was the cheapest one. Well, I'm talking on average. Oh, on okay. average, it came out at like fifty eight dollars yeah. a knob. Uh, but yeah. So last week uh, in our closest competition, well, not our closest. We won our in our first week. We won ten to nine. Uh, but this week we were without our Cy Young Award winning Nolan Ryan no hitter throwing pitcher Chris was out uh, enjoying some vacation this week. Mm-hmm. Went to the bullpen. Troubles were had. Troubles were not, yeah, ju- well, not just pitching, by yeah. the way. I mean, there, were, there was just some yeah. issues. But again, it's slow pitch softball. It's to be expected. Nothing. Sure. But when in the old area, when we had this, it would balloon to a, you know, we'd be losing 20 to two and it would just be like salt in the wound. Right. Uh, but now did not happen that way because it's closer competition. Uh, we were down until I think the fourth or fifth inning. Mm hmm. Uh, ended up coming back with another crazy inning. We ended up winning uh, 20-16. Nice. We won. We are 4-0. Which... Team Remax undefeated, 4-0, and because the guy won't update the website, presumably first place overall. Oh, yeah. But we do have a team we have not played before. Really? I coming thought that we've up. played everyone. Five teams total, and last week we played a duplicate. Okay. So we saw being 4-0. and what are your, What's their record? I don't know because the guy oh, won't so update hasn't the website at all. No, nothing for fall league, week. nothing for fall softball. So we do mm. not know what we're walking into this Wednesday for game five of a six game regular season schedule. We got Cy back. Cy, Cy's back this week. Uh, still leaking from the leg. <laughs> the fact that there's still a scab on that. <laughs> I know. Is was one what, of two, the two most insane. Th- yeah, so it was July something. The last game, right? Last game before the playoffs. So it was July 11 that he got that. So yeah, it's two months to the mm-hmm. day. And as of two weeks ago, there was still a scab on that thing. Uh, and he was not walking like comfortably. Yeah. Like it looked like he was still uh, not, not feeling the best down there. So yeah, he's back this week. Uh, yeah, no, nothing. Oh, wait. No, just schedules. Just the schedules. That is a shame. Oh, there it is. Oh, we got it. Standings are coming up, Steve. Give me a second. Oh, I'm so excited right now. Wendy. Oh, God, I don't know our division. And there's four of them. Hmm. So I open. So we we have colored divisions. Uh, let me open the blue division and blue division first. That is us. He has not updated it in two weeks. <laughs> We were winning. We were leading uh, 2-0. and All right, so the team that we're playing, what was their record two weeks ago? 1-0, I, I think. They had a bye? The A's, they won 20-11. Well, we played a doubleheader week when nobody else oh, did. Oh, that's right. So, terrible updating. Thank you, thank 20, you Township. 20-11. They won 20-11. We won 10-9 that week, and then 18-3. to And then we won 20-something uh, else, and then 20 this week, or last week. So... This team might very well be. They could challenge us. The uh, they're, they're, the they're best challenge- team in the division in challenge- the league. They're challenging the Kings. Yep. All right. 
Better bring your A game if you're going to challenge Take the down. challenge the top. Well, with the All Star second baseman and slugger Steve uh, on the on the squad, mm-hmm. nothing to worry about. What am I batting? Eight forty eight, I think. You are tied with Cotton Eye Joe, the young kid, for mm-hmm. team lead in batting average at eight forty eight. Am I the oldest on the team? No, no, I think Who's Brandon. Older? Brandon's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. I think Brandon is uh, closer to 40. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, I feel like he looks a lot younger than I do. That's disappointing. The guy's got a full head of hair, too. Frustrating the hell out of me. Yeah. I mean, I got a full head of hair, too. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, just let's be honest. Everyone on the team. Mm. Yeah, Chris. Chris is bald. Is he? Yeah, Chris is buzzed down to the skin. By choice? I think so. I think it's ha- I think it's like half. Is that half. insulting? Like, do you uh, do you take yeah. of that? Take do I? Yeah, when you see somebody who could grow hair and chooses not to. No, because I've thought about trying it, but I don't think I could pull that off to the Ball scalp. Look. But I think there's no way to find out unless you just do it and try it. So now Photoshop I- Kyle bald. Oh, please don't. Yeah, no, like, please I'm do. Talking, Seriously, I'm do talking it. totally like cue ball. Yeah, shiny. I'll what to upload like a picture of me though. To, for somebody to do it, because the only picture I think on there is most likely my bandana picture. With the cigarette. <laughs> With the cigarette. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I thought about doing it because I'm a hat guy anyway. A lot of times, if I don't have my hair cut really short, mm-hmm. I'll wear hats more often than not. So I could always, like, if it looks as atrocious as I would think it would, I'd just go hat for about a month. Yeah. Until you get that real thin, like, quarter inch on the top of your head type of thing. What a weird process. Like when you grow back your hair, it looks so bad. Yeah. It that there's that learning that learning curve yeah. for your hair before it figures out what it has to do. Because now when I, I, I shave my own head now to and I should shave it down to a one, which is obviously the shortest you can go without going uh to the scalp. I don't even know if they make like a half. I don't think so. It's either one or it's gonna be straight no, razor no down guard. to the old skin. Yeah. Oh boy, I'd, I it would take a bet or something for me to lose to do that. Oof. I want to see it. All right. Well, I know that you got to get out of here, so let's oh, just boy. jump into. I didn't even see that. Talk about your... the uh, Jersey Devil and the Mothman sneaks up on you. We didn't get to anything, by the way. Uh, the one thing we need to get to is next week, we need to talk about what's going on in the informed group. Things went off the rails this weekend. In the, was that what in I was posting about? Group. Is that what you're mentioning? The uh... The new restaurant in town. Oh, my goodness. It's the talk of the village. It is. All the hens are clucking away. Oh, and it's it Because yeah. there's a new restaurant in town. And I have a firsthand experience of there now. Oh, I can't wait. So I can chime in. So, yeah, I next week, wait. update on uh, Kyle the Informer. And now, Steve, you're in. I'm so in. You're in. I never got the official update. So we got Kyle and Steve the Informers. And we are here to provide you with knowledge starting next week. Now, I, I did post something on our social media this week. Yeah. Uh, of me having an interaction that went real sideways. Yeah, well, I can't... I'm not really surprised. The person who used naughty words with me was lectured by a moderator. Nice! And said, if you are going to use that language, you go on and get out of here. Whoa! So, my comment is totally above board, and I think that's pretty much a uh, social media thumbs up for me to continue what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, well, we have to... We have to make it a point this week for one of us to make a post 
and the other one to reply to it and yeah. just keep it going. We have to. Because I want thread. Th- I want that post to keep popping it's up. It's got to be on top. the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also next week, a go-kart update. Oh, and the Vegas trip. And the Vegas story. I actually am. I do want to hear the damn go-kart update, though. Like, that's one I want to hear about. Because in my in the back of my mind, I hope it's a good update. I'm bracing for the worst because I'm odds are that's what it is. But I want to know it. Next week, go-kart update. Uh, and as well as Stephen Kyle informed. Fast forgot about the informed. <laughs> Gosh, we gotta keep informed. I'm sorry, you were saying was it you first now? I don't know. Maybe right. I can go first if you want. Sure. Pumpkin spice anything. Not my thing. Love fall on the pumpkin spice. JJ Watt. <laughs> Waiting to find something bad out about him. Irma. Well, I know I'm not there, but uh, there may have been a touch over hyping, uh, over pre- preparation on that. I think Steve Bannon. Oh God, I think he's celebrity death pool. Get him ready. <laughs> and first one on the list, Craig Carton. Yeah, um, you don't know how that? he thought he could get away with it. Yeah, seems uh pretty ridiculous. So he's the morning morning show host alongside Boomer Esiason on. WFAN, the sports talk station, like the sports talk station. Yeah, we talked about and, uh, it uh, a couple of weeks ago, WFAN, uh, with uh, the, the 30 for 30 that yeah. came out. I watched that, by the way. I thought Did it was you? really good. Yeah, yeah. again, very niche. Yep. But if they, if you're into that type of thing, that 30 for 30 was great. Yeah. So uh, Craig Carton hosted the morning show, hosted the morning show until last week, uh, alongside Boomer Esiason, former uh, Cincinnati Bengal and crazy the New York Jets. Yes, it's crazy the amount of work that guy gets. Mm -hmm. Boomer, yeah, he does the NFL CBS Sundays. I think he does. Yeah, he does a a radio call on the Sunday or Monday night game. Yep, he's on all the sports minutes you hear on the nationally broadcast CBS Sport. It's nuts. Guy hustles. Yeah, he's got a lot of work. Him, yeah, good for him. Well, he was uh, uh, his partner, his co-host Craig Carton, was arrested last week on. allegations of they just referred to it as white collar crime at first yeah. and then it was wednesday morning they they nabbed him before the radio show before he, as he was like making his way into the radio station Poor boomer they 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 get carton for a white collar crime and then later as the day went on you started to find out huh there's a little bit uh going on here apparently he is suspected of running a ponzi scheme uh a fake ticket wholesaler Something like um, that, yeah. Where, so basically, uh, he he would get investors, and he'd say, "Hey, we have access to uh, a thousand tickets for the Lady Gaga show tonight," mm-hmm. and he would get people to invest money into that, and then he would then use their money to pay back his massive gambling debts, recreational, like not like sports. Like this guy, I'm assuming he's either going to the tracks. Mm-hmm. Or going down to where Atlantic City Atlantic or whatever City, yeah. and hitting the tables. Yeah, but apparently he was. I've seen anywhere from five to eight million dollars oh. in debt to to various casinos and uh, bookies. I guess I, for I don't... one guy doing it that way through tickets mm-hmm. is a huge number because you look at Bernie Madoff. Obviously, is the the poster boy for that type of crime now. I think wasn't he at like a half a billion? Yeah, but that was literally fi- like people giving him money, financial yep. investing. Oh, actually, I think it was more than that. I thought it was in the billions. Well, it may be, you may be right. 
that was actual financial investing where he was collecting cash. This guy was doing it under the ruse of, mm-hmm. you know, ticket wholesaling. So yeah. that that's a big number. To tickets that they never had. Yeah. They, they made up fake contracts and fake statements oh. and everything. I mean, this is bad. Now he's how denying think, it, right? How you think? I don't think he's made any kind of statement at all. I thought so, I thought I'd read something that like, oh no no, it's nothing. That's not true or whatever. Yeah. CBS Radio suspended him indefinitely, so it's just a matter of he's time. He's in jail. Just a matter of time before he is uh, ultimately fired. God will. I mean, unless there's something that comes out and says, nope. Turns out we were going after Craig Barton. Yeah. Wrong Craig. Wrong Craig. Oops. He got the wrong guy. Um, but yeah, how do you think you're going to get away with that? Yeah. Three days ago, Craig Carton is adamant. He's not the scumbag. This is on TMZ. Uh, so take it for what it's worth. But TMZ, I mean, they're not TMZ. Yeah. TMZ they're more reputable than you'd think. Uh, adamant. He's not the scumbag. He's made out to be claiming he's an innocent victim who's set up by a group of very bad people. Uh, accused of running a multi-million dollar concert ticket scam to pay back debts to various casinos. A rep for the star says he's not a bad guy. The Fed simply have a gross misunderstanding of what happened. Didn't provide details, would only say he's not going down without a fight. Victim who was deceived, manipulated, and used by individuals seeking to gather assets for their own fraudulent schemes. So hmm. he's... I, I hate equating this, right? But it's the... Uh, oh, it's just in a bad group of people. It's what a lot of the like SS soldiers and stuff people would say. And that's what a lot of war crime and war criminal yeah. people say is I was just taking orders, man. I was just part of a gr- bigger group doing what we're told type yeah. of thing. Like, Hey, they told me I'd be, I'd get 25% returns. If I just kept bringing them clients to do yeah. this, I don't know what they were doing. Well, you know, oblivious uh, well, idiocy only goes so far. Well, the damning part of this is that apparently they have text messages between Carton and his, uh, his other associates yeah. saying like, Guys, I got a big one. I nailed the. Uh, I got a guy tonight who's uh, who's committed ten million dollars in cash, and then another forty million dollars. All we have to do is like he took like a criminals guide, you know, like the idiot criminals yeah. guide one hundred and one because it's like about it. Yeah, and it's like all we have to do is generate fake statements saying that we have this, oh. which we don't. Blah blah blah. Jeez, <laughs> you an idiot. Yeah. So Craig not, Carton. Not good um, for him. But that's going to be, that's two huge openings coming up on FAN because obviously we talked about yeah. Mike Francesa retiring or leaving there, not retiring yeah. necessarily. And now this morning show spot. Those are two huge spots in sports radio. And it's a real bummer for the, um, I know this is really inside baseball, but the that company, CBS Radio, in the process of being acquired by Entercom, another company. So basically mm-hmm. two big companies are combining so they're buying the station thinking, we got this great guy in the afternoon yeah. bringing in all the ratings. We got this killer morning show. They can't be touched. And now those will both be gone. And for a radio station in the number one market, the radio station in the number one market to now be uh, searching for a morning and an afternoon show. It's a big deal. Big deal. Big deal. All right. By, uh, before that, Steve Bannon. He yeah, predicted in, in um, the news again. Uh, he was on the sixty minutes last night. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any of that? I did. I, I I didn't see the whole thing. I saw the the highlights where he, boy, does he look like he's on drugs? Yeah. So it's uh, like it's on blood, my DVR. Shot so, eyes. Yeah, it's on my DVR. So I haven't seen a lot of the. Uh, I haven't seen the video. I know going around now today, the big internet hubbub is that CBS and sixty minutes altered his appearance, made his eyes red when they weren't. Et cetera, et cetera. Is that possible? 
I don't know. If you Google Steve Bannon's 60 minutes uh, skin or whatever, you're going to get a litany of results. Mm. People claiming that it uh, that they altered him to make him look worse. So, uh, yeah, it didn't do himself any favors. Essentially, quote, declaring war on the GOP. Yeah. Uh, still claims he's going to be doing Trump's bidding via Breitbart and against the establishment, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Do you think he's more dangerous in the White House or out of the White in, House? I really do think in, mm. because I think a, a large majority of people understand Breitbart for what it is, yeah. and uh, it's probably better to not have that direct ear to the president yeah. right now. Yeah, but you're right. from what I hear is that there's still back-channeling between them anyway. Mm-hmm. So I... There's well, probably some behind the scenes saying, hey, you got to cut Bannon loose. It's getting a little too hot in here. Uh, he did it reluctantly and is still now conversing behind the scenes like a buddy. Um, yeah, because he basically predicted uh, that Trump will, if the wall is built, Trump will win in a landslide in 2020. Yeah, there's the, it essentially keeps propagating this myth of um, und- or undocumented voters were a huge swing in last like he thinks he would have beat Hillary by however many more million if uh if these undocumented voters weren't in the United States and obviously goes to the big push to now with uh the the DACA thing to get children out of here what's what's crazy is for the people that believe that uh millions of people voted illegally that so they all vote so okay so say five million people voted illegally they all voted for one person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And no, I'm sure the a percentage would have voted for uh would have voted for Hillary there anyway, but but you you'd have to pick the right states. Yeah. You know, a lot of them are California. Yeah. Uh that were already huge, huge Hillary. Texas, which already huge, huge Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was a swing, but hey, what do I know? I'm not an analyst, I'm not five thirty eight. I don't know much about it. I just, I mean, and essentially, I don't know anybody who should walk around claiming, oh, no, this would have happened anymore after what happened this past election anyway. Mm-hmm. You should, at this point, yeah, you know, we have some exit polls that say this, but, uh, yeah, I mean, at this, who who can say for sure? Uh, Hurricane Irma. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, 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 the storm surges, I mean, I've watched more coverage of this than I did anything of Harvey, just based on the, the preamble of what was supposed to come, and uh, the storm surge was the big deal of this, right? Yeah. So Hurricane Irma's winds, you know, to not to get too inside baseball again, were pulling water in the bays and the coastline out to the ocean. Dramatic. Those photos were crazy. Unbelievable. And then when the winds came back to normal after the hurricane had left, the water would then come rushing back with those hurricane uh, uh, speed winds mm-hmm. in the, at that point in the 80s and 100 miles an hour and would surge into the city and could wash out, you know, Tampa Bay, that whole area. Yeah. So. Uh, I haven't heard much like mass devastation on the scale of Harvey. Obviously, I know no, it was yeah. terrible, and in the uh, like in, in the Virgin just, Islands, and yeah. And, and it from from what I had heard Jim Cantore say on the Weather Channel is that the eye was starting to collapse, which means the storm then is more like elongated and mm-hmm. widespread, less compact and furious. So hopefully, it was just rain and some minor flooding damage. I know a couple. I know there. I mean, as in any massive natural disaster like this. I know there were some uh, lives lost, which is awful. Yeah, I talked to my dad who lives in Orlando, and uh, 
by the time it hit him, I think he said it was down to a, a category one. Right, so like 80 mile an hour. Which is still That's crazy. insane. So yeah. I talked to him this afternoon. He was actually just out walking around the neighborhood to kind of assess the damage. And uh, he, just a bunch of branches down, nothing nothing bad at all. But he said, he's like, it looks like a war zone down here. He huh. said that there were a ton of trees that, you know, trees fall on houses mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. And all the water gets in and just devastating. Well, hopefully everybody got out. I mean, that, yeah. the, the biggest push for about a week was get out. Six and a half get million out, people. Get out. And it appears that I mean, the over the massively overwhelming yeah. majority took that advice. Yep. J.J. Uh, Watt was before that. Yeah, past 31 million, probably more now when I checked, since I checked yesterday, 30 plus million dollars raise for Hurricane Harvey relief, which is... So his initial goal, I think, was 200000 or 250000 yeah. And uh, how much of that did he... Like, did he make an initial... Like, did he say, I'm putting down know. 50 grand You know, I don't something. know. I wouldn't be surprised if he donated six figures. He's the highest paid, uh, or was at one point, the highest paid non-quarterback in football. I would not be surprised if he put down a massively yeah. sizable... But that number contains... You know, Jimmy Fallon donated a million. Mm-hmm. Uh, CEO of whatever massive company donated five million. So there's huge, huge donations yeah. in there. But what a he said Still he's keeping though. it open until the fifteenth. So four more days from this recording. Uh, yeah, that Talk what an it, incredible man. amount. I mean, when for, when they did um when we've talked about Hard Knocks before HBO's Hard yeah. Knocks when they did that with the Texans two years ago two two seasons yeah, ago two or I think, three yeah I found him. Every every year I watch that show, there's always one person I, I say like that that guy is a legit guy. He's yeah. extremely likable mm-hmm. and I feel like he completely walks the walk. Like nothing like you're not getting BS from him. Yeah. You're getting you're getting exactly who he's he is. He's a really he I mean he's a hard worker mm-hmm. and he was uh, the guy that they'd show he'd be out there at six AM yeah, he built doing, a- doing the drills and he'd be the last one off the field an hour later. And he'd still walk over and sign every autograph yeah. for every kid. And he built like a mini hotel thing for people who wanted to sleep at the facility with yeah. him. Just a bunch of cots in the back corner of a yeah. room. It was, he's a good guy. I mean, good probably, for him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, the money raised is asinine. That's mm-hmm. a huge, huge number. Doesn't, I mean, outside of the massive donations, even that's a crazy effort. Good yeah. for him. Good for them. And first on the list, pumpkin spice, everything. That's that time of year. I like pumpkin pie. Yep. That's it. I uh I don't like pump I as much as I love the fall and love Halloween, I can't stand like pumpkin beer. Hard pass. Yeah. I've been uh, seeing pictures, I don't know if they're real or not, but of pumpkin spice Cheerios. I that can't be it. real, right? I wouldn't doubt it. Because I mean they're essentially replacing whatever. I mean, if you get cheers, a lot of people might put, you know, sugar or cinnamon sugar on it yeah. anyway. So Honey they're just Cheerios. putting Pumpkin spice on it. Instead. There was apple cinnamon Cheerios back in the day. I wonder yeah. if they still make that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get into it either. Don't care. Don't like it enough. I, I guess, in fairness, I've never had like a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte, which mm-hmm. is what, you know, that's the, the oh, big. PSLs. PS, sorry. Sorry. I did waste a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've That's the trend. Maybe I, Maybe we need to have one. Maybe we need to drink PSLs during a recording to give our honest reviews. Because if I, I like you know, it, I, I had, would say so. I haven't had coffee in over a year. Oh yeah, but I would. Right. I would do it. I'd have. I'd get a venti or whatever the small is. Yeah, the sm- the venti. I think this is a big one, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'll take the. I, I think we should do that in the next two weeks or whenever we we plan on it. 
We will uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll indulge in some PSLs here, mm-hmm. give our honest reviews, because maybe I'll really enjoy it. All right. We're not going to do that. It's not going to happen. I'll do it. I'll get myself one. <laughs> First one, Irma. Devastating. NFL Sunday. Uh, man, ah. I didn't. It's funny. I didn't watch one minute. I was actually excited uh, leading up to this weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta sit down and watch some football. Didn't watch one minute of it. Really? Totally forgot about it until I saw your... Uh, your war cry that you post whenever the Lions big win Lions win yesterday, big one. Uh, Antonio Cromartie, he is superhuman, <laughs> unreal, right? Uh, Steve Bannon, scary. Finally, Rush Limbaugh, extremely irresponsible. Yep. So. Uh, starting at Rush Limbaugh, he was in the news for essentially saying the left was overhyping this hurricane yeah. and you don't need to worry about it. It's just going to be a little, this is just pushing their climate change agenda was yeah. his big talking point. And then I think it was less so than he, two he's days. So he's a, he's 100% climate change denier, Rush Limbaugh. I don't know. Is he? I would I, assume I thought, so. Because I know now people, because so Ann Coulter has been the same thing online this past week saying oh it's gonna be a oh a light drizzle everybody's leaving for a light drizzle and when people say you're an idiot yada yada she her their comeback is you're an idiot for thinking hurricanes have anything to do with climate change so they're trying to separate the two mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if rush is in that camp or if rush is in the uh climate change is not man-made this is a cycle yada yada, yada. i don't know but either way within 48 hours of that he uh he nuts on his show that he had to evacuate. Hmm. Why? Crazy. I thought it was just a little drizzle. So talking out of the both sides of his mouth, Rush had to leave the. Well, he probably took the gold microphone. Uh, had the to, EIB radio network. Yep. Had to hit the. Had to hit the road. But just shake your. People listen to him, mm-hmm. right? Better or worse, I don't care. I, I've it's, listened to Rush in the past. I think at this point he's probably more extreme than he's ever been. I think at a time. He was a very good broadcaster for what he was. Put it this way. He's excellent at what he does. Yeah. He knows he knows exactly what he's doing, yep. whether he believes it or not. He's like Alex Jones. Alex Jones, I find it hard to believe that Alex Jones believes all of the crazy <laughs> things he right. says, but he gets other people to believe that he believes them. Yep. And in doing so, they believe them. Um, I, I, I caution anybody to uh, against listening or watching somebody that is too far to one side, whether it's, whether it's uh liberal or conservative. Right. I, I mean, find somewhere a little closer to the middle. Try to try, try to balance, to, yeah. try to balance. Yeah. yeah. Try to balance your intake out. I mean, there are, there are people that uh, don't, don't subscribe 100% to any, you know, to, to one side's philosophy. Yeah. And I like to think that that's the majority of people. Right. It's just where the, where, you know, the, the, the minority is the, the vocal one. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah, uh, very irresponsible of Rush. It was. Yeah. And people listened to him to the point where, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. Rush said so. I'm going to mm-hmm. stay home. And who, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the death toll of this yeah. monstrosity is. Somebody may have. Maybe. Uh, Even if it's one person, though. It's one too many. Even if you find out, like, say you said something stupid on this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, there was a hurricane coming to town, and you said, yeah, you don't have to leave. You Stay. don't have to go anywhere. 
and that person dies, you want that on your on yeah. your conscience? Yeah. You want to know like that that person's dead because I told him it wasn't a big deal? Yeah, and you know what Rush would say is, well, I didn't tell him not to evacuate. Yeah. I just said it wasn't a big deal. Uh, before that, Steve Bannon we talked about quite extensively. Yeah. Um, on the 60 Minutes, uh, it's a, that's a recommended piece. I'm going to have to watch first, the whole thing because yeah. I, I saw, I saw uh, probably half of it or yeah. so. And that's, that is, that's his first post-White House interview, so uh, there's probably worthwhile viewing in there. Yeah. Uh, before that, Antonio Cromartie, I believe he's now a former NFL cornerback, not in yeah. the league anymore, uh, was made famous on the New York Jets season of Hard Knocks when he could not remember the names of all of his children. Yeah, I think at one point he said, and I got another daughter, and yeah. she's eight. Just, a, I mean, so... It's remarkable how many kids he had that were the same age. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a, a six-year-old named uh, Steven, and then a, another six-year-old named Marie, and another six-year-old. <laughs> now, I don't know how many mothers. That's the one thing I, I meant to look up. How many mothers of his children he has. I thought it was like 10. So he has 14... Is it 14 kids? Wife, recent birth last week, his 14th child. Uh, but the big difference here, post-vasectomy. Yeah. Antonio Camardi finally, after 13 children, decided to have a vasectomy. And either... Now, there's two, there's two camps here. Because I actually have a coworker who had a child post-vasectomy. Because you mm-hmm. have to follow like a set of guidelines like you can't have sex for whatever the time frame is right it takes a little while for it to take effect yeah so his uh vasectomy either didn't take or he didn't follow the guidelines so his current wife now has birthed his his 14th so let's see cromarty has 14 children in total five with his i believe current wife uh remaining nine children he has with eight women so he does have nine Mothers of his children. I wouldn't even want to guess what the child support payments. I wouldn't even want to guess. It's got to be everything he's making. I mean, he's not making. He's he's unemployed, right? But I'm sure he's still getting money somehow. Maybe. I mean, well, he played more than three years in the league, so So he has an NFL pension. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he's been out of the league uh, since two October fourth, two thousand sixteen. So I've not signed this year. Uh, And again, NFL money is so hard to understand because it's, it's not, not guaranteed. guaranteed yeah. So he's, but I, you know, I'd, I'd venture to guess he's made more than 50 million in his career, but I would venture to guess he'll yeah, be wonder, bankrupt in two years. wonder what he has left. So he's 33. He's out of football, four-time pro bowler, all pro NFL interceptions leader in 2007, whatever. He's and a big orange peanut, right? I think so. Yeah. From the uh, bad lip reading. Yeah. So yeah, fourteenth kid, ninth mother. Congratulations! Yeah, that's a that's a happy time in Good your life. Good luck. Uh, before that, but NFL, I mean, at, at, after like eight, does it really affect you anymore? Different, right? Yeah, you're just like, oh no, are you still yeah. getting upset about it? Or well, is it just like that many? At, at that point, it's just like a figure. Like, okay, well, that's another ten grand a month. Yeah, well, especially that many women. Like, you you don't have all your kids at the same time, so. Yeah. Uh, before that, opening NFL Sunday, big slate of games yesterday. Yeah, boy, massive heard, disappointment. Heard that my uh, heard that my Eagles won. Yeah, they look great. Kind of a, I heard it was kind of a sloppy game. Yeah, well, every looking... game yesterday was, for lack of a better, ugly. It was it was yeah. a bad week for of NFL football. Just a lot of turnovers, not a lot of offense. Boy, the NFL probably lost a lot of money last weekend. Ah, shucks, they're struggling now. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, and as always, oh, I, I should mention, better late than never, uh, every Sunday I will be, and it might be during the recording of this podcast, on Twitter, hashtag please help Kyle, Kyle please help, Kyle please Kyle, help. Please help, yeah. Anyone... Hashtag Kyle, please help. I tried to help a few people yesterday, oh, but some, I, some people I remembered it super, super late yeah. in the in the morning. So uh, hashtag Kyle, please help. Uh, every Sunday, fantasy football advice. I will dole it out. I am a seasoned veteran. Yeah, if you seasoned. want to send them to uh, Steve, please help too. Yeah, hashtag Steve, please help. He'll chime in. I'll yeah. let him know. He can jump on and give you some advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and first and foremost, I mentioned Irma this week. Obviously, yeah, um, uh, that the biggest news story of the week. Yeah, especially the was the U.S. Virgin Islands just got. Just got destroyed. Unreal. I mean, completely destroyed. Just uh, unfathomed damage to a lot of those islands that get overlooked. Yeah, well, they said that it was the biggest hurricane to make landfall, like, in recorded history. Yeah. Uh, 400 miles wide at some point. The size, one point. Just an, the size alone was so absurd to look at, yeah. especially on a wider image where you see the other two hurricanes, uh, Katia yeah. and Jose... Right. Like forming and still like the earth looks like it's about to just burn and yeah, burn well, the, out well, itself the, out from the yeah, core. The, well, the earth was like 70% hurricane over yeah. the weekend. Just astronomical. It's so weird to look It me. So lucky we don't live in like a natural disaster belt, the tornado belt, the hurricane coast. Any. Oh, we're so mm-hmm. lucky. Yeah. I don't want earthquakes. Earthquakes oh, would be terrible. That's enough. Yeah. Volcanoes. We've really isolated ourselves. So you figure earthquakes are are west and southwest for yeah. the most part, and hurricanes are south and southeast, mm-hmm. and then occasionally up the uh, up the east coast. Yeah, tornadoes are the Midwest, like heart of the Midwest. Yeah. We're really lucky. Yeah, we're doing okay here. Yeah, we're isolated. We got ourselves a nice little. We uh, get some mi- snow. Oh no! Carved out a nice little niche here. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm still devastated by that review. Uh, <laughs> So this is the series finale, <laughs> the Steve and Kyle podcast. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun for these 50-whatever episodes. This might be 60. Uh, boy, I had, yeah, you had, had, it, it open. had it open earlier, but, you know, I just don't really feel like we're Happy open. 60, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Happy 60, Appreciate man. Appreciate that. Uh, if you haven't heard all of the 60 episodes, you can download, subscribe, review the show on iTunes, Google Play, tune in. Stitcher and on Libsyn, stephenkyle.libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. On Twitter, at Stephen Kyle. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. And on Snapchat, Stephen Kyle Pod. Any interaction is always in, uh, very very much always appreciated. Always look forward to it. I'm always, I always kind of get a little sad when I open Twitter and I see no notifications. Mm. So, uh, so any, step up your Twitter any game, Any running people. commentary you may have. Yeah, it seems like our uh, our Twitter feed is the place to go to to post pictures of your pets. Yeah. Seems to be a lot of that going yeah, on. Yeah, we did get a Facebook message a little while ago. Somebody wore our shirt during Hurricane Irma. Really? Yeah, we need to post that one. Thomas Crossman's on our Facebook messages. We'll post that. Uh, where's, that he, is, where's, where's Thomas listening? Uh, uh, somewhere out of Florida. I didn't... I didn't. Man, I don't remember sending any. I remember the town. I was just... Now I figure maybe visiting or maybe just in one of the no I like, remember the uh, town we Birmingham or something because they kind of got a little bit of the the, the I remember the town in Florida we mailed it to really yeah huh. well thank you Thomas thank you for yeah, I'm uh, glad we saved you putting it no, putting no 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 <laughs> not thank you Steve you're welcome yeah putting that shirt to the ultimate test yeah all right so we will be back next week and uh, hopefully we're gonna be back on some kind of a schedule sometime soon but yeah three weeks away we'll be yeah. back on a normal schedule all right see you then. Thank you.